On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about all the games we played at our Gen Con weekend. We play a game, and then we end the show with our top five things to do while you're playing games. Stay tuned. Gamers, and welcome to episode 47 of the Gamecasters. Can you guys believe that we've made it 47 episodes without the FBI bashing in the door after what Jeff said he wanted to do to birds? (laughs) (laughs) For all you new listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to the first 46 episodes, which I'm sure you did back to 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 back. Back. It's gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to promote our podcast everywhere I can, from Instagram to Facebook to Board Game Geek, and so far the only real lead I've had has been with the government, who just wants to use our episodes as torture to get terrorists to talk. Oh my god! <laughs> well, hello there, gamers. Ah, well, not this again. Know. I'll talk. <laughs> so this is Gen Con weekend. <laughs> Normally, the gamecasters plus Donkey Kong and Deepwater would go to. Hmm. Gen Con, and this was going to be the year of the Gamecasters. We yeah. were gonna, we were gonna do some heavy promotion. We were gonna force our podcast down <laughs> your throats, whether you liked it yep. or not. We were gonna throw badges or uh, button we buttons spice. at you. We were wear a Natalie was gonna make sashes like the Girl Scouts for some reason, we but gonna, we were gonna. It was gonna be awesome. I feel like we were gonna like walk around like. Everyone knew who we were, maybe like a hundred people. Yeah, like the three of us. Maybe a hundred. The three of us, like walking abreast in slow mo, just like throwing buttons to the left and to the right. Yeah. You want a button? Well, and we're going to meet people. Our plan was to meet a lot of our listeners. There was a ton of listeners that that we're going to go. And this happened. Yeah, some stupid virus. I don't know. Something ruined it. But that afforded (laughs) us the opportunity to get together and play games all Gen Con weekend. So, uh, what normally happens is Jeff usually re- reserves a Airbnb for the group of us, and then we stay in a house, and we like to think we just want to play games the whole weekend, but really we just spend the entire time at the vendor hall, which is awesome for us, because it's kind of like we go to Gen Con, we get all the games, and then we come home, and we play them all throughout yeah. the year. And we play them at night at Gen Con, too. Some of them, yeah. But this time, we decided we were going to get together at Donkey Kong's house, which is where we normally have Nerd Fest every year. And just play, just kind of like almost like a mini nerd fest, but just with we were just going to do just the group of us that goes to Gen Con was going to come do basically have Gen Con Look, again. We already had the weekend blocked off. People had like babies. Yeah, we had we had up, time off know? already, so it's like we're basically just having Gen Con with the Gen Con group at at Donkey Kong's house playing games, and that's what we've been doing. We've been playing games. I haven't done anything else in the last yeah, two weeks. We literally leave our house yeah. <laughs> and then come home and sleep, and then leave our house the next day. <laughs> it's been awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been fantastical. There's been a bevy of new games to us and new games that haven't even come out yet that we've played. Oh, right. One such game yeah. is by Leader. Leader Games, right? Leader Games. And I'll right let Jeff it. take it from here. We're just going right into it. Do you want to not go into it? We, no, if you we're, have more. Let's, we're, let's banter we're it up. Going. We're going. I don't have any All right. banters. All the episodes on to be the same length. (laughs) (laughs) My brain has is just nothing but fog and games. Let's just go. Let's jump in there. All right, going to games. So talk to us about this leader games, Jeffrey. There's this new leader game. It's called Fort. Fort isn't out yet. 
I was lucky enough to get a review copy from Leader Games. That's so cool. So it doesn't come out till August 25th. I'll say that again at the end. You can pre-order it if this sounds like a game where you're like, I want this. Yeah. Uh, you need to look. So you'll immediately know that uh, Leader Games also publishes a game called Root. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Because that. if you look at the art on both of these things, they're Very made similar. by yeah. the same. Now that you say that, I can see. Yeah. That. Do you remember the game Vast: The Crystal Caverns? Yep. That Are was you their. Looking at me? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. We had it. We had it for a while. It's basically it had like a purple cover with a dragon on it. You love dragons. Oh, yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a it was Barney. a big deal when it came out because it was um every single power in the game was asymmetric. So you, one person played as the dragon, one person played as the guy trying to kill the dragon, there was like one person that could play as these like spiders, and one person actually played as the cave. Oh, really? Yeah, that you're all going into. So I'm the cave, and I'm just trying to kill you guys, right? So this was kind of like a revolutionary thing when it, it came out. Yeah, I played it one time. It was okay. Oh. It was okay. And then Root came out and kind of totally improved on yeah. Vast, and it was still... Right, just asymmetric powers. Yes, everybody's completely different, but a lot more cohesive and together. And then it had this art style that just brought it all together. Yeah. yeah so the guy's the guy's cool. name is Kyle Farron. Kyle Farron does the he does art the artwork for those three. And oh, he did all three of them. Yeah, because Vast is so much different. Style, yeah, so style wise, he did all three of those. The wow. I don't know if he has like a team or if it's just him doing the entire thing, but he he does the three of those, and it's very now distinctive. So I don't know if he's going to keep with this root uh, fort trend, but it's mm-hmm. it's a very cool looking game like the yeah. cover is just like this is, is cool um and the this is much lighter than both vast and root this is a very quick light it takes 30 to 45 minutes uh, it's the, the, i like the theme the goal is very cool so the goal is that you have to make the most awesome fort <laughs> yeah you're building a <laughs> while, fort with yeah, your friends, right? yeah so while you're making the fort you have to make friends you have to eat pizza you gather <laughs> toys so it's just like very cool and then the to go along with the art it just gives you a little bit of like a little bit of nostalgia, because who didn't, as a kid, love building forts, right? Yes. Like, in your basement, you just built a fort in the living room, couch I cushions. just built an adult fort back there where yeah. my workstation I is. I fort build forts for the kids all the time. Yeah. yeah, like, like tell me in your little workstation, it wouldn't be cooler if you had, like, a, a sheet over Yeah, like a tent yeah. over the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, You're my God. Like, Nobody let me go into my answer. office. I thought about that a million times. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I think that's it's pretty like a bunch cool. of pillows surrounding me. It gets, like... It, <laughs> Brings you back to your your childhood. So it's a deck building game, and in normal deck building games, you have a deck of cards and you draw some some cards in your hand. But this one has a little bit of complexity to it for how simple it looks. It has a little bit more to it. So on your turn, you choose one card from your hand to play in front of you, and each card has one of six suits on it. And the suits are cool. They're not like heart spades. I mean, the the suits are squirt guns, skateboards, <laughs> glue, band aids. Uh, is there a Band-Aid? I think there was a Band-Aid. Yeah, there's like, so all these kind of yeah. cool, like, like, like kid, kid stuff. Or jackal, is it what Jackal? Might be, <laughs> what might be in a four. So there's one of six suits. You play one card from your hand to five, and you take, uh, the, the cards have one of two actions on it, a public action and a private action. And if you want, you can add more cards to that action to enhance it, but they have to have the same suit. So if I play a skateboard that gets me a slice of pizza, I can play more skateboards along with it to get more slices of pizza. So in that way, you're playing the card. It's their multi-use, right? So you're either playing the card for what it has on the action, or you're using that icon to bump up other cards. Yeah. And and what's also cool is it's something that I, I know in, in a lot of deck building games, you 
there can be some wait time where you're you're waiting. You take your action and then you draw your cards and you kind of sit there. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one with public actions, you you can take turns on everybody else's turn as well. Oh. So each, a lot of the cards have two actions. So the active player will take both their actions and then everybody else has an option of doing the public action. So you can do the public action if you take a card from your hand and play it with the matching suit. So if I play a skateboard and I take my action to get pizza, Ryan could take his a skateboard from his hand, play it to then get pizza. So you're you're always doing something, I which is probably my favorite part of that game. And I when I played it with two with just my wife Devin, we it was very we were just moving back and forth like you were doing stuff all the time. So that was very cool. Um, there the goal is essentially to gather these these two resources, toys and pizza. So as you're gathering these resources, certain cards will let you upgrade your fort. And you have to pay a certain amount of toys and a certain amount of pizza to upgrade your fort. And as you upgrade your fort, you get um, you get like a secret power that um, only you're going to score points for. So a secret objective. Uh, those are called made up rules, which are kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> uh, you could also get as you move up the fort track, you'll get a perk. And the perk is is that special power throughout the game where I can add two more resources or I can do something that's. That's extra special. Um, if you get to level five of the fort, you get the macaroni statue. And the macaroni <laughs> statue gets you more points at the end of the game. And you do this and you play until one of three things happens. Either someone reaches level five of the fort, you reach 25 points during the game because there's ways to earn points during the game, or the deck of cards runs out um, that has your friends in it. So at the end of your turn, you you finish your turn and you play, you, you grab a new friend from the yard. Okay. Um, and what's unique about taking cards is that if Ryan plays a card on his hand and takes his action and he has two cards left in his hand, they go in front of his board and I can take them on my next turn or anybody else can take them until it goes back to him. So at the end of you end of you taking actions, you draw a friend. So you take a friend from the top of the deck or from the park or you take from someone else because Ryan didn't play with Ryan didn't play with doodles that round. No. So I can take <laughs> doodles fight. and add him to my deck because that card was pretty cool so I can do that. Yeah. So he called me a wang and I got yeah. mad. <laughs> that didn't feel so that was their own their, that, that would be some people could be like, oh, it's a little take that. It didn't feel like that at all. Like I, I was never like, oh, I'm the only thing I would say about it, it didn't feel take that at all. It was there was this moment where you were like, Oh, these cards are all good. And then you're like, Yes, what a great hand. But then you're like, Oh god, I can only play one. Yeah. So if they weren't the same icon, if they were the same icon sometimes. You could like put them together, so then you wouldn't lose them. Because if you put the ones underneath the ones you play, you you they all discard, oh. and they go back into your into your hand. But if you don't, and you have them left over, you put them in front of you, and if they're good, I could be like, have, "That's cool, yeah, that's sweet." I'll I take that, my four. Yeah. and then can, darn, yeah. you know, I lose that. So right. I I liked that actually. I kind of was just it was kind of something. Uh, it wasn't take that. In a, it was really just more like, oh, this is exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, this one's of it. Like, oh God, I want this card so bad, but I have to potentially give it to you. And I'll, more often than not, we didn't take each other's cards. Yeah, I think there was only a handful. It of, happened a couple of times. Yeah, there was only a handful of times. And every time it, it so happened, it nobody was like, "No," yeah. you know, in our in our play anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I so I got to play it one. I won't play it once. My wife, so two player, and then Ryan, myself, and Donkey Kong and Deepwater both played it. All well, played it um, on Thursday. Thursday morning. Yeah. And it was cool to see the difference between two-player and four-player. So in a two-player game, Devin and I both reached level five of our fort, and that's how we ended the game. And in this game with four players, we actually ran out of cards. We ran out of the deck. Oh, okay. Which I was like, there's there's no way we're going to run out of the yeah, deck. deck. And we ran so out huge. of the deck. 
And in, in the game with Devin and I and two players, we had like, we had a lot of, we had points during the game. We got more points. We were both at, you know, 12, 15, 17, something like that. Before final scoring. Before final scoring. Yeah. And in our game, I felt like we were at eight. Yeah, the highest person had eight or two. So it, it played really different, but I, I liked both plays a lot. And Devin really liked it. I think this might be inserted into some of our just quick two-player games, along with like a patchwork or Jaipur. We might throw yeah. Fort in there too. Mm. I I think it's good. I think people are really going to like it. Um, I know it's on Tabletopia or Tabletop Simulator because I know the McNeeples are playing it on there. Cool. And they're like pumped about getting it. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, I don't know. What did you think about it? So things I liked about it, I like you, I thought the theme was just the best part. When it was so well, not the best part. It was an awesome, mm-hmm. refreshing kind of a theme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the color palette of the game is so it just draws you. You we look at the box. There's some games you look at the box and you want to play it. Mm-hmm. There's some games you look at the box. We'll talk about later with Sidril Bundit. <laughs> you look at this box and you're just kind of like, eh, I don't care about this. There's other games you look at the box, you're like, that's a cool box. And then there's some games you look at the box and you're like, I want to play that because of the box. Fort is a game like that. You look at it and it just like it kind of begs you, like, come on, open me up. Mm-hmm. Put me on a table. Play me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure, I'll do whatever you tell me to. You know, I thought the characters were hilarious. I mm-hmm. thought the artwork was delightful. It, it's like Root, but it's still different mm-hmm. because it's humans. You know, it's right. in, in Root, it's all animals. And in yeah. Fort, you know, it's actually people. But it's still the same kind of style. Mm-hmm. I thought the components were excellent. The player boards are dual-layered. So yes. you, you're putting things, you know, like in the slots of the player board. Um Everything just felt good. I mean, the little pizzas, little octagon pizzas were yeah. really cool. The, the little cube uh, toys were just, you know, they're all like silk screened and they have, you know, art like, yeah, they're, they're still, they're silk yeah, screened. Yeah, yeah, they look yeah. like the pizza ones look like pizza and the, and the toy boxes look like, uh, like a box of toys. Yeah. Um, it, re- it reminded me a lot of a lighter version of a game like Glory to Rome which is a great game, but suffers from terrible artwork and the fact that it's been out of print for so long. So Fort is a good introduction to a game like Glory to Rome, which I think is awesome. So Glory to Rome and Root, or I'm sorry, and Fort have similar mechanisms where you're tucking things into your board. There's a mechanism yes. you can do that. Yep. So Jeff mentioned the following mechanism where, or I'm sorry, the mechanism where you can put cards under your card to boost the action of the card you're playing mm-hmm. so every card that you play has two things one of, like to one of two things on them sometimes both where you play the card and you can do the action and then there's the other action where everybody can do it and if you boost it and they have you could you could potentially do multiple actions on both of these things if you're boosting them depending on what the card says and so you can take an action uh, on one of these cards to tuck cards under your player board and you can like stack them up and you just use those for the icons so then say i i tuck a card that has two skateboards on it now every time i play a skateboard card in the future i'm considered to have two additional okay. tucking under my card even though i'm just playing one card yeah. and that's awesome and mm-hmm. that's like a glory to rome kind of yeah. mechanism which is really really cool um i like that it was really quick i mean there was four of us and we got through it and i don't even think it was 40 minutes Right. Yeah. It was very quick. It it didn't. It didn't feel rushed, though. I felt like it could have. Like if it went on another half hour, it would have been too long. Yeah, that was that too long for what it was. It didn't overstay its welcome at all, which was awesome. I really liked that. Um, It had that thing I like at end of. So a lot of times I know I like a game. If at the end I'm like, "Mm, I just wanted one more turn. 
Yeah. yeah. I think I could have done this. <laughs> One more turn, I could have gotten 10 points and I would have won. You know, the scores were so close. It was like me, Jeff, Joe, and Dave were all within six or seven points of each other. All of us, if we did one more thing, would have gotten the victory mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like that kind of a game. Um, so those are the things I liked about it. Some of the other things that I wouldn't say I didn't like, but there was I did feel like there was a couple moments where the luck kind of got the better of me. So there's these toys and these pizzas, and you're kind of using them for everything. Like you're upgrading your fort with these. So when you upgrade your fort, you know, upgrade from to level one, it takes like only like two resources. Then level three, it takes like, you know, maybe two pizzas and a fort or and a, and a toy and like one of anything. And so I got to level three and I was, all I needed was one more toy to get to level four. And I didn't have any cards come out that would follow people for like two or three turns in yeah. a row where I could have gotten that toy. And then when it got to my turn and so that I wasn't, I wasn't like upset, but I thought I did think that in my head. I'm like, this could be a bummer. You know, there's, Two two or three turns in a row where everybody's playing and I'm just sitting here because I don't I only I'm like one suited this this time and no one like like every Joe played this one suit almost every single time yeah the squirt gun suit and I never I don't even think I had one squirt gun card in my deck maybe one that just never happened to come out on his turn and so I was never able to follow on Joe's turn and so this one particular instance I was like oh, I'm gonna get a blue and then end it on my turn I'm gonna win and. It was like Jeff played, Joe played, and Dave played in front of me, and I couldn't follow any of them. Any of them? Yeah, yeah. and I was like, ah. Oh. And so the randomness can can is a factor because it's a deck building game. You're drawing cards from a deck. You're drawing cards blind from uh from a deck sometimes. I mean, there's other cards you can you know, but you don't ever like put cards into your hand. You put them in your discard pile, and then you know you draw from a deck. So yeah. randomness can be a thing. However, in this game, it's like we talked about. It's it's one of those games where randomness is okay. In games that are very short. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? I was going to say that. Because I didn't feel like... Sometimes you play a game and it goes an hour or two and then you're done and you're like, that sucks because I lost under no fault of my own I, in this one spot. If just mm-hmm. that goes a different way, I win. Like, that blows. Right. We just played two hours and I yeah. lost on luck. This, is this game is like, okay. yeah, you're like, okay, it's been a half hour you know, and oh, that didn't go my way this time, but maybe next time it yeah. will. You know, and yeah. so it doesn't hurt or sting. And it's one of those games bad. where, like, when that stuff happens, sometimes you just want to play it again right then, and you don't mind because it's not super time consuming. Yeah, I felt more at the end like, like, oh, if that would have happened, <laughs> instead of that sucked because it didn't happen. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and I've I've felt that like that, and I think that comes along, like you said, with deck builders. Yeah. You know, I've played a lot of Thunderstone and had plays where it's just like everything's just coming up Jeff house. Yep. Oh you yeah. You know, you just pull them and you're like, I got the sweet guy, I yep, got I his weapon, him, I can I got fight all the light. <laughs> oh, I got everything. And then there's plays where you're just like, you know, it's not working out. Footman, footman, you just draw these like terrible yep. guys right. over and over and all over like again. Like, okay, and you draw worst nothing. Time. <laughs> yeah. Or you just draw all light one turn and then you don't have and it's just like so that I you can feel that, but it's all it just comes inherently with just a deck build. Yeah, it's luck. Right. It's yeah. a luck. It's luck. Right. That's why. But that's why I'm happy that knowing that the game is kind of you know, I would, it's not based on luck, but luck is a big factor in the game. It's it's cool that, or it's perfect. The luck is commensurate to the playtime. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's basically what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. They didn't, you know, it's not like a this big game and there's this luck element thrown on that right. screws you over. It's like the game is inherently lucky and. You can also you can do things to to help right, you. So that's not a negative. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not necessarily a negative. It's just something to keep in mind. Right. You know what I mean? That was the oh, that was that's probably the only thing I could say about about it after yeah. the first play that you know is anything remotely negative. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I would I would I really go check it out. It. Pre-orders are up on Leader Games. So if you go to leadergames.com, you can pre-order it if you want. It comes to market like you can go get it at your local game store. It says like August 25th, but who knows how like your game store works. But right. it's it's within a month. You'll be able to find it and it will... Little box too. Little box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a, an equivalent box size, but it's like a... Man, like a half a normal box. Um, <laughs> it's a small box. Um, it's small. Like, look behind you. It's like, it's like a box. Yeah, is there. it like Tournament of Camelot or like a so, well, slightly bigger no, than Patchwork? Is it that. like Team 3? Yeah. Ish. It's like Team 3 No, it's not that not, it's not as thick. thick. But anyway. No, but yeah, smaller, smaller box. box. So it's not going to be a huge, a huge think game. A game that's kind of like that. No, no, it's not square. It's not oh. square. It's weird. It's like a rectangle. It's like rectangular. It might be its only shape. No, there, it's there's the another game, game that shape. I had, and I can't remember how, what it was called. What it's called. It was based off of Glory to Rome. It was by Carl Chuddock, and I had it for a while. It's innovation? No. But, but, but it's kind of that box size, the innovation box size, which so, is funny because it's kind of that style. Yeah, and like Ryan said, it will it will catch your eye. When you when you see it in a yeah, store, it will catch your eye. It has that cool, like, orange. That orange like, color. Red, yellowy kind of thing, man. It just it pulls you in. So. Check it out. That's Fort. It's awesome. Fort by Leader Kinda Games. Reminds, the artwork reminds me a little bit, maybe I'm wrong, of those like kid books, Dog Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. have that. It does have that feel. It's very whimsical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the artwork a lot. So we played another game after that. That wasn't the only game we played at the Gen Con weekend mm-hmm. that I wanted to talk only to you guys about. <clears throat> we have been trying to play this game, this particular game, for years. I've had this game... This next game I'm talking about for year, literal maybe three years. I think two years ago at Nerdfest, I sprawled it out on the table, got it all set up and ready to go, and then it was about time to play, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing because it's a little complex. This game is called Sidereal Confluence. I think I bought this for you for Valentine's Day when you lived in the condo. Yeah, that's how long ago. Yeah, that's, so it's been years. It's been it's actual been years. There. It's been sitting there. It's a bummer. Well, okay, so the reason it's been sitting there is because this game plays between. Four and nine. You need yeah. f- at least four. Yeah. You need at least four, and it goes to a max of nine. And you know we mostly play with two. Yeah, it's mostly all. just Natalie and I that play together. Occasionally we'll have four, but I, everything I've heard about this game, you want to play with more than four. Four is the minimum, and you know a lot it's of times the minimum more. counts aren't as good as when it goes to a, a high player mm-hmm. count. So, in Sidereal Confluence, you're trying to trade colored cubes with your neighbors to turn them into other colored cubes that are on your cards that you can hopefully later turn into points. That's it. Next game. (laughs) This game was sold to me as Chinatown meets Cosmic Encounter, and I was completely sold right from that, as those are two games I love, like, more than a lot of other. Those are amazing games to me. So combining those two things together sounds incredible. Uh, the way the game really works is each player takes a different alien race, which has an asymmetric way it plays versus the other players. Everyone has a pile of cubes in front of them, but those cubes aren't what you need to run your machines to get. And everyone has this problem. So everyone's got a bunch of machines in front of them that they can run, which is basically taking cubes of one color and turning them into cubes of other colors. But we all start with a bunch of cubes that don't really fit into our machines, our converters. To get the correct color cubes you need, you have to trade with all the other players. I need three greens and a yellow to run this machine that will output an octagon piece and two black cubes, but I only have one green and no yellows. I do have a pile of white and blue cubes, so I'll have to make deals with Jeff and maybe Natalie 
to get the green and yellow cubes I need to run that machine. And you can make trades of any kind using pretty much anything you have in this free form open trade market style. So it's not just like, okay, I'm trading with Natalie. I can give her a yellow. She gives me a black. I can make a trade with Natalie, who makes a trade with Jeff, who makes a trade with Dave, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all one trade. You know, I need the yellow from you, Jeff needs the black from me, and Dave needs the blue from Jeff as well. You know, so we make this big Franken trade. And so that's kind of how, in my brain, I was like, this is going to be so cool. We're all going to be so involved, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so, um, that's the crux of the game. You're trading cubes with your fellow players for their cubes, but it plays up to nine people. So everyone is vying for cubes that you want because there's only so many. And it's up to you to make your deal better seeming than theirs. To throw a wrench into everything, you have an alien power that makes things completely different than the other players. Like, for instance, my race had their own colored cubes that no one else had. They were they were gray. They were wild. So they were incredibly valuable as they could be used as any color. So I could really make trades with everyone. The problem is that my machines aren't quite as good. So I have to rely on trading my gray cubes for a pile of regular colored cubes, whereas Deepwater's race had this deck of cards that only he had, and he had to consume planets to run this machine of a certain type, but the planets had to be a specific color, uh, but the cards were really powerful when he got them out. So he was trying to trade and bid for these planets, that he could consume to run these cards that he had in his deck. Dave yeah. was just some trees. He was just uh, trees. <laughs> yeah. And the planets he got, it was cool thematic because he's trees yeah. and the planets he got would produce double the resources because like the trees are like taking over the planet. Yeah. And Jeff had these monstrous machines that took all ton of resources to build. But when you finally built them, they were pretty powerful. Yeah, it was like a di- like a weird dinosaur lizardy <laughs> yeah. something. If you follow me on Instagram, I couldn't. No one can pronounce the name of no. mine or Natalie's. Right. They yeah. were just like you, just kind of a bunch of consonants, just like stuck Jeff together. kept calling his Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. So there's and they're all different. They're all really cool. Um, and then that, so at the end of the sixth round, whoever has the most points wins. You just play six rounds. Um, so things I liked about it, I loved the idea of this game. Trading games are so much fun to me. Bonanza, Chinatown, those are two of my favorite games. Of all time. I love, also love variable player powers. Cosmic Encounter is also one of my favorite games of all time. And, and one of the reasons is it's so chaotic and mm-hmm. hilarious. And the powers are just so game-breakingly ridiculous that it's just really fun to see how to use those. And I love that. So fusing a trading game with a Cosmic Encounter craziness game together sounded like the most fun I could ever think of. And, and it was fun. <clears throat> it was a good trading game. The powers were fun to grok and figure out. The problem was... It wasn't as fun to me as either Chinatown or Cosmic Encounter on their own. It was harder. Yeah. It was more cerebral. It wasn't quite as intuitive as the other ones, I would say, or as slapstick or as goofy. Mm-hmm. It was more serious. And I've heard nothing but things about how raucous the game can be. And I was really looking forward to that. I was looking forward to all of us standing up, running around the table, you know, like, I need this, you need that. Oh, but she needs this too. I was really hoping that was going to be how it how it was. Yeah. And there was so many times that all of us were just kind of like, how do I do this? I don't feel like I'm making any headway. I was, I felt very stymied and stumped with my yeah, power. Cause I, I was like, it was, man, I'm like, I, I can't really get this to work. And be, if you can't get it to work, you're just not going to have a great time. You know, like everyone wants to make a trade that just, you know, benefits them or is at least fair. And my power, for instance, relied on making trades that weren't fair yeah. and nobody really un really like it's hard to value stuff 
You know what I mean? Like I'm like I I'm gonna give you a I'll give you one big cube for a big cube of yours and two small cubes. And you're like, no, that's not fair. And I'm like, well, this could be anything. And you're like, yeah, but I'm gonna make it a black. And right. he, if, and I'll go get a black over yeah, here. Right. And I don't have to give two cubes more away. And I was like, oh. Yeah, true. You know, but so it would, I felt like we were all kind of like that. We were all just kind of like, okay, how do I make this work? I don't know. It wasn't as, it didn't have the the fun factor. I mean, it was fun, right? But it didn't have that like that like carefree. The, the trading was hilarious more serious than fun. You know. Yeah, it was just so Be- serious. And I think part of that was because of um, how much you had to think about it. You know, it wasn't just a light, easy game. You know, it was some. It was a little bit more complicated, and so because of that you know the trading the trading wasn't as like silly and I, I think that a part of that could be so as i like kind of thought about it more because i did like it i really did yeah. after it was over i wasn't even i wasn't like super disappointed i was disappointed because i thought i was hoping it was going to be more fun for all of us but than these, it was these people who said it was like super fun which mean these people i don't know you said that you've heard <laughs> it somewhere did they have more people because like we we so, had just we had one more than the minimum. I wonder if more people. Yeah, so I ta- I, I I watched crazy. Vassal's review and he said he played it. He's played it with four, um, and he said it was really fun. Okay. But he his favorite count was seven. Okay. I don't know if that would have to me. It doesn't seem like that would have done anything yeah, to this current play. But anyway, so so what I was gonna say was in a game like Bonanza or Chinatown, it's fun the first play, like awesome. Yeah. Just as awesome as it's going to be on the fifth play, the first play, probably. This game, I really think it needs more time to figure out. I do think we would, if we played it like three times on the third play, we, we might all have like an, oh, yeah. okay. I now right. I know how to value things. And now I know what my alien power does. And now I know how, you know, really what to think about what this game is trying to be. Mm-hmm. And it might make it a little better. So there's a bad part about that. So I'll be getting to the things I didn't really like. Okay. The name. <laughs> the box, the components, the artwork, the rule book, dreadful on all accounts. Side de- side rail, sidereal, mund, side. How do you pronounce this damn game? Sidereal confluence. And then yeah. it's not just sidereal confluence, it's sidereal confluence. Trading in the Elysium quadrant or something like that. Negotiation, negotiation, and trading in the Elysian quadrant. That is, is sidereal confluence a thing? Yeah. So I, like, I was I was watching a video, and sidereal is like of matters of space or something like that. Oh. And I don't know what the hell confluence means, but I know that's a word. <laughs> and then, I'm gonna look it up. but why they decided to name this game that, and then have the box this muted blue? It's it's honestly like it's. It, would, it looks like the box cover, and I know they're reprinting it. I don't know if you're getting there. Sorry to like no, 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 step okay. on your toes, you're but fine. it honestly looks like someone took the cover and just took a blue crayon and was told to draw the midnight sky yeah. with stars. And <laughs> yep. they just like used a crayon and then drew some dots for stars. And, and then left it out in the sun, and so it faded. And then the... And then <laughs> the know? The text isn't even for the sidereal confluence name isn't even like in cool writing or like in the stars or it's it's literally just a black text box with white writing on it that says sidereal confluence or maybe it's the other way around but it still, looks, it looks like awful. If you saw this in the store, you would walk right by like it. You made it on Microsoft Paint. Like you went on <laughs> yeah. there and it was just like yeah. and and 
I, I'm, Mario I'm, Paint. I just yeah. assume the artist is listening to our show because everybody does. Absolutely. So I apologize, <laughs> but I also don't. You should have done a little better. Well, done a little if better. If they're making yeah. a different cover, they clearly know that it's not. Like so, the best. so the the normal consensus from everything, all the research I've done before we played this was everything I said ugly. You know, um, <laughs> like weird, like why did they do all the, the, the components are weak and like everything is just like black. But the game is amazing. All yeah. these videos I watched and reviews I read were like, this is probably the game of the year. This is my wow. favorite game. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot wait yeah. to play this. The, um, the name, or sorry to interrupt you, yep. but confluence basically means a flowing together in a literal sense. It's about rivers, but it's more often used to talk about the coming together of factors or ideas or of cultures in a diverse city. I know. It kind of makes sense. I know. I know. I know. So it's like the coming together of words. different, like, you know, species of space colonies you could you could have picked a better name <laughs> yeah you could have called it space trading and it would have been more cool <laughs> yeah. space traders space like traders space traders, traders okay. in space <laughs> space negotiations the Ego space traders <laughs> <laughs> it is the most boring looking game i've ever seen and you, if you don't know better you'd, you'd pick it up and you just say it looks terrible so um overall i liked it i did i really i i enjoyed my play looking back i'm not like damn it i yeah. just kind of i feel like I almost feel like I didn't get it. That's almost how yeah. kind of I feel like Your I didn't quite very high get too. it. Um, but the problem with this, the, the the main problem with this is, while I really think it can be great, it's not. It's just not going to the table. Yeah. When are we going to get together, the five of us again, and we're going to choose that? Yeah, that's what we were talking about last night. You know, we have two hours to play. Let's let's try Sidereal like, Conference I liked again. It enough to play again, but right. What are the odds that that's going to get played? Low. We couldn't even get it to the table when we tried for and years. Part of that was the rules, which is another huge yeah. problem with the game. Well, you're going to read rules, that rule book three setup, times and you're still going to be like, how I don't many know. people you need? How? Yeah. It's, it's just, a, it's yeah. going to be a tough sell to get to the table. And when you have a game like Bonanza, Chinatown, and Cosmic Encounter that don't take long, Chinatown, we can get through in an hour. Bonanza you can get through in an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And Cosmic Encounter you can get through in an hour and a half, two hours if you have the right people. <laughs> or eight. Or five. No, yeah. Right, <laughs> right exactly. So. Or two days. But but for some reason, it's it feels different because this game just has so much overhead yeah. and you're thinking about it. I don't know. What did you think, Jeff? I'll go. Okay. So I I agree with you when you said that it's it might have been our first play. I didn't feel <laughs> like I knew the value of some stuff and i know there's this little there's a little player sheet in front of you that says very little and and yeah almost too little <laughs> um, <laughs> that says approximate trade values right so they said okay maybe one cube is worth like three little cubes might be worth two big cubes so, yeah. so it right. gives you like a little bit of a thing yeah, i'm not sure if if maybe we relied on that too much i think goes, we did I think okay we did well too. i'm why would i give you this when i'm not getting an appropriate trade value for mm-hmm. it but I need that. So is it worth it to just go, you know what? I don't really care. Just take this so I can do what I need to do right. instead of me being stubborn and maybe not trading something. Mm-hmm. Or we didn't know, uh, Dave and I spoke while we, while we were trying to trade of like, what is the value of a planet? Did we set something? You know, so I think the first play might have bogged us down in that, not not that getting it. I also think our... I loved when you were like, every, everybody has their own kind of cool power, this alien race. I was like, okay, this, that's cool. Yeah. And that's where the cosmic encounter comes in. Yeah. yeah. And I was pumped about that. And I kind of read mine. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It wasn't as cool. I thought it was going to be able to, I, I could, I might have had maybe, the, I don't know. I think I might have had the coolest 
with your your bidding being able thing? to bid twice i thought was yeah, cool yeah that was um and i know like natalie had something kind of like a deck of cards but i don't know how much that was useful for you but yeah. i i didn't i wasn't as pumped after i read my yeah, alien agree. power I that i thought i was going to be you. because again when when it's advertised as cosmic <laughs> encounter cosmic encounter's powers are nuts game breakingly crazy, crazy they are yeah. and they could just be over the top shenanigans yeah. in, in in that game so i was expecting that and it hit that a little low so that could be on me for expectations the game is a table hog <laughs> oh my God. and by table yeah. hog i mean like an entire room hog yeah and that was we played with five people how big is that table that, that joe it's, made it's big. eight feet by five eight, no eight by four it's and an, with it's, it's five a poker players table, eight feet we were running feet. up we had like no room left. Oh, yeah. we, there's no room so a, a six player game wouldn't have been able to fit on that Seven players, we'd have to probably use two tables. Yep. Right, eight players, you got to buy another house. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like very like you're trying to stack and and but that's not fun. Like you want to see how big like your cards yeah. are. You want to see them all. So if you were stacking things, that would be. But kind that's of a good point you raised because part of the problem there is you need to. I think you need to kind of pay attention to what your other players are doing, and it's almost impossible because there's just a cacophony of cardboard yeah. crap right. all over the table, that's and you just point. can't. You're kind of like, what the hell is any of that? Yeah. I, I can barely focus on what I need, let alone what you're doing, and, and you need if, to. And even if you can see it, because it's across, you know, a lot of it's like far away from you. When you look at it, you're just like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> kind of so. so it's, it's 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 got some depth there. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be there need there needs to be a moment where okay, let me look at everyone during the trading phase. Let me go through and toward the end, I did I did think of something else you can trade. Like I I, I remember asking you, Ryan, like give me these resources so I can convert them. I like and that. I will convert that them cool for idea. you, but I'm gonna keep. Yeah, I'm gonna keep something. Yeah, he was yeah, like, you. He's something. like, okay, he's well, like, you give me this now. I'll give you the most of the good stuff for my output. Just let me have like one thing. Yeah, so you're yeah. kind of using mine. Yeah, that was cool. to get something. So I thought that, that was cool. Was I, th- I liked trading. You could actually trade your converters. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But I did like Ryan, like you said. I I felt during the game, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm like, I can see how this can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, once we get the game down and our race is down and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and then at the end, I was like. I felt unsatisfied at yeah. the end of like, okay, well, damn it. All right. Like <clears throat> it and, never, and it's, it's it never ramped up. Feeling. It like never seemed to ramp up. It was like a lot of these trading games like Bonanza or Chinatown, even you're like playing and at, at first you're not really doing much, but then as things go on, your cities are getting bigger and you need like this one tile to finish that thing. And at the end, you, when you pull it off and you make like millions of dollars, you're like, oh yeah, he's right. <laughs> this didn't really have that. It was just kind of like, I built a few technologies in this round. I got about six points, five points, five points, and then I can't build technology the last yeah, two for, rounds. So what am I how, doing? It, it seems weird, and I know that maybe I'm living in a world where, like, you know when you play pinball, you score, like, a billion points? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We played for two to three hours. 30 and points. 31. <laughs> like, 36. 36 yeah. and a half. I, I won by 36 right? and a half. No, with 36, with 36 and a half. Yeah, so, and I won by a half a point. Yeah, and I'm like... Man, all that work for thirty points. I, I, and I guess you could easily just change it and make it thirty million. million. And, and maybe I would have felt differently, but in I know my what head, you mean. I'm like, I felt I, that way too. I getting more points. Than I this? felt that way too. Yeah. yeah, I felt that way too. Anyway, so that overall, I think I enjoyed my experience playing it. Um, the only time in my head that we might play it is, I think if there's five of us, I don't see us playing it. No, yeah. me neither. But I think maybe if that seventh person shows up. And we buy another table. Yeah, like, right. We gotta be, all invest in a gigantic. And table. we're like, hey, let's. Let's try to do something yeah, all again. together Stars again. Have to align but with to five happen. of us, I don't see the five of us playing it because no, there's so a many million games. games. Play yeah. But seven, that's a tough number when you're not yeah. playing monikers, which yeah. I love exactly. monikers. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a hard number. Natalie, what'd you think? Together. 
Um, well, I had... I was kind of the opposite of Ryan. I had very, very low expectations. Yeah, Natalie's not a big trading <laughs> game fan. I was, yeah, I'm not a big trading negotiator. Although you love game. Bonanza. I know, but Bonanza's so... It's silly. so silly. I think it's silly. It's so yeah. light. You know, that it's, it's different to Sure, me. I got you. Know, bean, I don't yep. ever feel like, <laughs> like China... The business you want to get into. <laughs> I don't remember a ton business? about Chinatown, yeah. but what I do remember about it was feeling like like somebody's trying to negotiate with me and I'm just feeling like kind of like stupid. Like, I don't know if I'm like making a bad deal or, you know, and that's well, that's of, where this could like, help you because at least that player sheet tells you, right. Like you can look at it and go, yeah. Oh, he's fucking me over right now. Yeah. Or you can be like, all right, that's okay. But that's what no, so I'm but saying. That's, that's probably why you I don't it. like it. Like negotiation typically. Cause I'm just like, I don't really know if I'm doing a good thing or a yeah. bad thing for myself or I'm just helping someone else and not really, you know. Sure. Bonanza's not really like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. different. Plus, I think Bonanza has more structure to it. Yeah. And I think maybe you like that too. Is that is that possible? Like Chinatown yeah. is kind of like Sidereal Confluence where you can just kind of do whatever. Yeah, like yeah. opens up. Yeah, yeah open market. Right. <laughs> right. And there's nothing in Chinatown like there is in Sidramundit that tells you <laughs> that tells you what things are worth right yeah so I, that's why i thought maybe you liked sidereal confluence a little bit better yeah. because you could and, at least I mean, track i didn't really know much about it except yeah. it was a negotiation game and so based on that alone i was just like eh, i don't expect to like this but i'm open to it yeah thing. and so for me it exceeded my expectations because i actually <laughs> liked it and i enjoyed playing it i mean when you were explaining the rules i was kind of like oh boy it was a lot i sat there and i was like what I'm, are we i doing? know it was but so it's hard, hard to explain to just explain. open trading yeah. yeah it's hard to explain right i will say yeah. i feel like once we started playing we all picked it up very quickly you know so mm-hmm. even if someone's explaining the rules and you're like what oh rules wise yeah yeah and then you start playing it and you're like oh okay got it you know it so that was good um yeah, I was pleasantly surprised how much I liked it. I think, you know, I'm glad you gave me the easiest uh, Well, least complex. Least complex. Yeah. Um, so that maybe that was part of it. You know, I kind of didn't get stuck on, like, what to do. Um, so that may have helped. Uh, what else did I say? Yeah, I think, I mean, the negotiation was, like, my least favorite part of it. <laughs> That's like the whole what game. <laughs> everything you guys just said, basically, you know, was yeah. kind of just... It wasn't that exciting or that silly. It was just kind of like serious and thinky. And and a lot of times, I mean, we weren't like overflowing with resources. So like what I got, I needed. And so I might have like a few things left over. And so then I'd just be like, anyone want this blue? I need a Yeah, black. that was you the know, thing. Was, for me, I, I had like five. At the end of the game, you have like 10 or more things you can run yeah i could only i don't know about like you guys two. i could only ever run yeah, two not. of them or three I mean, of maybe them. i suck at maybe i no, sucked at the game that's me too you know that's I mean? how maybe i feel I too do something that i, I should mean, have I done could run more. yeah i mean at the end of the game i think the last economy phase i it was the most i had and i maybe could run like six things but that's all i was trying to do because because i had already done my last technology you know yeah. hard and so i was like all i'm trying to do is get as many resources as i possibly can to get more points you know but other than that maybe the other rounds i would run like three or so but um yeah i don't know the negotiation part was just like kind of like okay to me maybe we just weren't thinking outside the box and getting that creative with yeah. it and that could be part i thought of the that problem. too i'm like are we just not i feel yeah. like we're just not getting it yeah. that's kind of how i felt but in like overall i thought it was like a good game i actually enjoyed it you know I don't really like bidding. I thought the bidding was, 
you know, it didn't. I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the training was all right, and it was cool. Like figuring out, like I need this cool. couple things. How do I get this thing from these people, from everyone else, and yeah. to get what I need and whatever. My faction let me win all ties during um, the bids mm-hmm. on colony bids, and I had this like separate stack of cards like jeff said that honestly didn't i didn't really do a whole ton with yeah that's the thing i feel like and maybe you should have. yeah you probably to. should maybe have. i should have done more but buying listen, plan right. yeah you should have maybe to. tried more to get those ships to bid to get more planets yeah. to do but you I know tried to. i'm like anybody want any of these and everyone's kind of like no <laughs> that like, was the right. problem it yeah. was so hard yeah like there was times <laughs> where dave was like what do you need and i was like i don't know I need yeah. I need I need ten blues or nothing. Yeah, right. And he's like, "Why well, ten blues? Two. One gray cube." Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, because no, yeah. Right. And then, like at the end, I remember like I didn't need anything, and so how was anybody supposed to trade with me? They're like, they're like, I want this from you. What do you need? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. And so like Jeff, I so remember why would I, give I was it to like, you? I was like, do you want this? And you're like, yeah. You're like, what can I give you? And I was like, he's like, I don't have anything to give you. And I was like, well, I would just give it to you to be nice, but I feel like. Is that bad for me? <laughs> yeah, like, and you're like, I get it. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. And it's just like, like uh, darn. But there was you one. Anyway. Yeah, was, yeah, you won anyway. <laughs> there was one trade that I remember being awesome, like and getting really excited about. Oh yeah, and that was when was you, it the, my trade that screwed me over. <laughs> yes, but it was you. <laughs> it was my me. fault. I screwed yeah, myself over. You, we were struggling back and forth. Like you wanted something and I wanted something from you, but. Like we could, we couldn't get it right where it would oh, be worth that. it for me. And did Dave come in and kind of like, yeah. oh, why don't I just do this right. to you, and then we you can make it work? Trying to give me this cylinder, and I was like, I don't feel like just that. I don't need it that much for what I'm giving you. And we were kind of like, I don't know what to do. And then suddenly Dave's like, I want a cylinder. I have this black. I was like, I want the black. And then all, and like, all of a sudden it was like a light bulb between the two of us. Yeah. We're like, we're like, yeah, oh, it works I now. <laughs> you give me this, and then I'll give it to Dave. And yeah, and all that wasn't even the one that I was talking about. That screwed me over. Felt, so that, yeah, that was okay. a good. That was a so good I just time. That's just a moment I remember feeling like this is cool like how this happened to work out but that was the only like that's a good that's another good point i will say about this play i was never and maybe this i don't want to speak for jeff or natalie but i was never in a situation there's a lot of games where you play and you're not really you're like okay this isn't what i thought and so you're just kind of like zoned out i was in though i was engaged i was was engaged the whole time you know i was just kind of like okay i kept i was like i want this to work i gotta (laughs) be able to figure this out can I can I have two cubes for my one cube? Nope. Yeah. Oh, darn. Okay. All right. How about you? Can I have three cubes for my two cubes? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, ah, right. how do I do that? Yeah. And I think, I feel like, I don't know, again, maybe because I had the least difficult faction, um, it worked out for me that I started building, like, this engine of greens because mm. in my, you know, little synopsis of my faction yeah the faction it, the, it tells you what to piece do of advice and it was like hit this hard early on and so hitting this one thing hard <laughs> from the back i had to pay five <laughs> there it is over. there it is what's the time on that one don't lube it <laughs> I know. we are at 46 minutes even so Pop like, it. Twist it. i Pop needed it. green Suck all it. the time it. It. Hump yeah. it. Let oh. me talk. It. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> she pointed her pen at us yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry sweetie no i just i was gonna say i needed green all the time from the beginning because of my my cards and that ended up working out for me at the end because I would get these like really good technology cards that needed like 15 or 18 green. And I already had a good way of getting a lot of them going. Yeah. And it just happened to work out. Sure. Where I think it didn't really work that way for other people. 
Anyways, that's all I was going to say. Go ahead and... So that is Sidereal <laughs> Confluence by WizKids. Um, there's a new version coming out. I don't know if WizKids is still publishing it or putting it out, but there's a new version coming out with new artwork. If you liked any of what you heard, um, I think it would be worth checking out. I don't think... This isn't a game I'm, I'm going to not... I'm like I'm not gonna not recommend this. Oh, I yeah. think it's a good game. I, I really do. It. Um, every I'm just other to be realistic. Yeah, I just this is just what happened. This was our experience yeah. with it. This was, and I feel like maybe Joe liked it the most of us, maybe, and um, I think the rest of us kind of felt the same. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which was it was good. Yeah, it was a good game. I don't even know if it was good night great. It was just it was good. So anyway, that's Sidereal Confluence. Is we the also art. Play, sorry, is like, the art. <laughs> Everything or Bye. just the box that they're changing? I don't know. I would guess they're just overhauling yeah, everything. Do everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, they I'm wouldn't spend all that time just to do the box, I don't yeah. think. So um, we've been doing some Stonemeyer stuff lately, Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to the Stonemeyer Corner. Here's the Stonemeyer segment. With the mad board gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about yeah. it. What do we got going? Well, we're, we're going to go from a game that maybe Joe liked the most out of all of us to a game <laughs> that Joe maybe liked the least out of all of us. <laughs> that, yeah. There's no question about um, that. <laughs> So, we played an older Stonemeyer game <coughs> called Euphoria. And Euphoria also has a colon. How it's old called is it? Euphoria, build a better dystopia. Dystopia. <laughs> I think it was his second his yeah, second published game. I think I think Viticulture was first and 13 maybe. Euphoria was second. I can look that up while you're okay. sprecking. Yeah, so this is this is our normal Stonemeyer combo with uh, Jamie and Alan. They Jamie Stegmeyer, Alan Stone. Yeah, thir- that's where Stonemeyer comes from. You're right, Jeff. Did you know that? Anyway. I did not know that. Um, and so Euphoria has a. First of all, I love the name. Build a better dystopia. That's. I think yeah, that's, that's just. Cool. It's creative, and I, I'm probably talk about this later. But I have to, like the theme. I feel like is cool. The yeah. theme comes through. I feel like in this, and I felt cool teaching it. I felt like, <laughs> like as I was teaching it, I was like, <clears throat> I'm hitting the theme hard. I'm like, this is cool. They yeah, like you this. Were. I was like, I enjoy teaching that. I game. don't know what happened, but after you, after the explanation, I was more excited than I've been in a long time <laughs> yeah, to play you game. Were. Almost paranormal detectives excited. Ooh, all right. Almost well, like we should talk Penny about Lane yeah, gas leak excited. Yeah. <laughs> but only yeah. you, not, not everybody. Yeah, yeah, right. There was one point. Was normal. At one point, I don't know if you guys noticed, but at one point, Joe looked at me. He's like, what is the matter with you? you did. Oh, yeah, you were like, oh. Yeah, he's like, why are you going crazy? I was like, I don't know. I'm I just, just like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So in Euphoria, you are leading a team of workers to claim control of this dystopian world. Mm-hmm. What and is a dystopian world? Ooh, well, so do you know what a is like the opposite, the opposite of euphoric, like euphoric? Yeah. Like, well, here's what I always think of like. It's not utopian, it's dystopian. People it's like always crap. try to build a euphoric yeah, world. And it usually ends up being land. a dystopia, right? Yeah. So dystopia stuff is. Um, I always think of uh, like Hunger Games as like a dystopian. Yeah, world. okay, that's kind of what I thought. That was thought, good, thought. but has has become something that is Here, not. A dystopia is a community or society that is undesirable or frightening. <laughs> Let's build a better or one. A frightening world. Let's, Let's build, build a better, better frightening, frightening world. My, my thing that I found says an imagined state or society in which there is a great suffering or injustice. <laughs> Wait, my, let's, let's typically use, one that is totalitarian or post-apocalyptic. Let's use mine. Yeah. Okay, you win. Why did you have to look that up? That's not fair. My well, dystopia. I was looking at yeah. it at the same time, and it just happened to be a little bit different. I don't like this. <laughs> All right, keep going, man. In Euphoria. Oh, yeah. So Euphoria is a dice worker placement game. So when Love I said that. you are controlling a team awesome. of workers, you are controlling your team of dice. And I'm pumped up again. Each dice has um, 
six pips is a six-sided die and the 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 dice are very cool they're like gears on it so once you like know what i didn't like it at first when i first saw it i was like i can't read this this is crap yeah i I felt like really curmudgeon-y over it like i was like i don't know about this and then i started playing the game and i was like this is amazing it's cool yeah they're like chunky but on the on the die are like gears and in the gears have like a dot on them so on the on the the six-sided side it there's like one big gear with six pips on it but on the two-sided die on the two-sided one there's like Two gears, with chunks two pips. of so gears. Yeah. Just, once you realize what the it looks like, that you're are in the normal. Yeah. It, spot. it just yeah. it just took a second took, to kind yeah. of you know get used to it, and then once you got used to it, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And each so uh, the the number on the die represents the knowledge of that worker. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Not, know. You know. And well, no, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So the the goal of the game is, oh, yeah. and this could fall into our top games that don't have victory points. So the goal of the yeah. game is to get rid of your 10 authority tokens, which are star tokens. So if you hear us saying star tokens are the same as authority tokens, you get rid of all 10 of yours, you win. Yep. Game on over. the spot. You win on the spot. The spizzle. Which I'm going to look up if equal turn seems like it's something that makes sense, which we'll get to and how the game ended. We talk about that, oh, which was awesome. And there was a crazy Ooh. ending. It was to this awesome game. for one of us, <laughs> one and a half of us. I, I'm, I'm okay. And the, I did something. The, good. It happened to be the three of us. The three of us were involved. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> on your turn, you're doing one of two things: you're placing one of your uh, dice on the board, or you're taking them back. Uh, think of a lot, like a lot of dice placement games are are similar to that sort of mm-hmm. right sort of thing. Right. And what is is cool is. When you take them back, so anytime you get a worker or you take your workers off the board, you have to do this knowledge roll. And on your your player card, you have this sheet that keeps track of the knowledge of your worker. So it's one through six. And any dice you take off the board or any dice you obtain throughout the game, you roll. And if the workers that you've rolled and your available workers plus the knowledge ever exceeds equals, 15, equals yeah, or, or yeah, exceeds 16, right. um, one of your workers is essentially figures out that you are running this terrible world and is too smart and leaves <laughs> yeah. and will leave you. So there is, th- there's a goal in the game to keep your workers dumb <laughs> and yeah. just yeah. complacent and just being able to like do what you tell them to do, that, which I think for is me so was cool. the funnest part about getting into it. Like I loved like, Oh, like I get too smart. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm too smart. Now you take an action and it's like, all right, you're stupid again. Boop, 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 and you yeah, lower it. We didn't, we didn't <laughs> yeah. talk. I, I like that. We didn't talk about it as like, Oh, I'm rolling too high. Or I'm like, we talked yeah. about it as, Oh good. This worker's dumb. Yeah. Like, Oh, we got yeah. dumb. Yeah, we got dumb, dumb workers. They're not going to leave me. So yeah, I love that. So the, when, when you're placing on the board, there's four big areas and these four areas are kind of working together, but also not areas are like digging into other areas to kind of take resources. And, the goal is to get resources, to turn those resources into better resources. You can collect artifact cards, and you do all of this to essentially take those things and turn them into spots where you can put your authority tokens. So you turn in resources, better resources, artifact cards to place your authority tokens <coughs> on the one of the four areas of the board. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. It it's makes sense because you It's like a it. reverse point <laughs> system. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like you're getting, it's basically you're getting 10 points. You start, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're, yeah. you're, you're, but instead of getting the point, you're spending the star. Yeah. yeah. And, and what the, what the star kind of represents is that, all right, I, I've used my resources to put my authority token in that area. I have a little bit of control in one of the areas of the board yeah. and I'm starting to own this dystopia. Yeah. You're building a better one. Yeah. And you start the game, which is another little layer that I really like is that you start the game with special powers. 
So you start the game with two cards and they represent some active workers that you use. And each worker represents one of the four districts on the board and you flip one up to start the game. So it could be the green one, the orange one, the red one, or the blue one kind of thing. And as the game progresses, there are moments where if each of the the areas are starting to like dig a further tunnel or they're starting to advance a little more, your other worker will flip over. So you're not only working as the power of maybe the blue one that I have flipped over first, but I'm also trying to work in that in that red zone to flip this worker over. And now I get that power as well, yeah. which I thought was great. No, it was awesome. Yeah. It, like <laughs> those little they OK, so they weren't like game breaking. OK, no. these mm-hmm. powers, they weren't like they weren't like. If you don't use your power, you can't. You don't have a hope in the game. No. But what they did was they gave you a little benefit that let you. It almost kind of gave you a direction in, on a turn. Like, oh, okay, there's a teddy bear card up there. I just I need a card, mm-hmm. and there's a teddy bear card up there that happens to work with my power. And if I take that teddy bear card right now, and it's in the free spot, oh, I'll get two re- resources. Right. So. It's just a cool way of like, because everything in this game, I'm not, I will, I'm sorry, Jeff, I'm, I'm no, Kanye Westing Go. you right yeah. now, <laughs> but every, every spot in this game is good. There's really not a throwaway spot. There's not like, well, I can't do anything. I'll just go here and yeah, get like, a lightning like bolt. Like here's a bar. Because the yeah. lightning bolts are awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then once you get further enough in the game and you have a card that matches that lightning bolt space, you get an additional lightning bolt. And yeah. so every space is, I, I did not feel one time like I had a throwaway turn. Yeah, me either. No, and you're right. Those, those other than maybe pulling those your like dice special back. cards, whether they're flipped up or not, gives you something to focus on. You know, improving mm-hmm. so that it'll benefit you later. And there's there, you always take you take these. So like Ryan said, maybe maybe the turn of taking your dice back would would be that oh I threw it away or or whatnot. But what was cool is that there are a lot of spaces where other workers would bump your workers back to you. So there's an I yeah. th- there's also a thing of okay I know that Natalie needs lightning and so do I if I put my spot on the lightning Natalie might have to go there in the next couple of dice she's gonna bump one back to me and I don't then have to take the action to take my yeah. my dice that back cool. and Dave I think Dave said it throughout the entire game he only took his dice back twice that he's so lucky which is nuts so he was just like <laughs> <laughs> he's so lucky I mean how did that happen I know so and and then. I also like that when you take your dice back, it's not just you're taking it back. Now, now you have this this tense moment of oh, I gotta roll it. Yeah, my workers might be. I, I gotta keep them dumb. Yeah. Roll low. Yep. yep. So as I roll them, oh no, they're too smart. And roll one low, of them sweet chariot. Yeah. yeah. So you still have that tense moment of of doing that, and mm-hmm. yeah, I things I I I really really liked it. It was it was better than the good not great that we always talk about. I I thought it was really smooth once we got going, and I thought our turns were quick. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'd say, the box does say sixty minutes. I'm not quite sure how that would happen. That was um, yeah. Was like two but if that was again, like if it just no says, way. If it just wrote, if they just wrote ninety minutes on the box or two hours, yeah. I wouldn't even have said anything. Yeah, if, it were, right. if it said ninety to one twenty, I'd be like, okay. But when yeah, when you think when you shoot for sixty and you, I play a two hour game, I'm like, all right, you're you're wrong because sixty yeah. minutes <laughs> is like a completely different category yeah. of game. You know, you're like, oh, we got an hour. Let's pull out Euphoria. But no, Euphoria is it's it's as long as every other yeah. game in that weight well, class, which is an two, hour and a half to two it hours. Plays two to six, and that seems like it could drastically change the time. Yeah, how Maybe. on earth? I and don't there, know. so there was enough player interaction with this game in both a positive way and a negative way that got me really that just swung my emotions that I thought was just so cool. Where all right, I want to work with 
everybody else who has this blue worker faced up. So because the more times we take these blue actions, the better benefits we're going to get. So at the beginning, I remember talking to Natalie and Dave and being like, let's dig this blue tunnel. We're going to get cool at this. We're going to do that. We're going to be awesome. (laughs) And also in my head, knowing that, ooh, I have a red worker underneath and Ryan has a red worker up. So let me kind of like, let's talk to him a little bit. And I loved that. And then all of a sudden you guys like turned and started to go for like a different track. And I was like, what are they doing? They're bailing on this blue track bond that we had made and I like that so there was positive things of like oh now we're building this building together so Ryan how about you you do this to build the building and I'll go right next to you and I loved that kind of interaction yeah also with the with the tenseness of Dave telling me to go to a spot so he can also get a star and I can get a star I'm like no I'm not gonna help you in that way I just (laughs) from it was it exceeded my expectations a lot like I, I was going in going, all right, I think I'm going to like it. I like worker dice placement yeah. games. That's cool. Dice look cool. Art was very cool looking. Chunky dice. Player mats. I'm like, cool. This is going to be fun. And then I was like, this is really fun. This is really good. And I was surprised at why I don't didn't have this game earlier. Why I haven't seen it a lot. Yeah. So I had a blast with it. Natalie? Yeah, I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, same thing. I loved this game. I had so much fun playing it. I mean, I'm not sure there's much I disliked about it at all. Um, I like. I even liked the artwork. I thought the colors were cool. I, but the gameplay was so fun. I mean, but we can talk about the how it ended. I will. But despite that, <laughs> I still had so much fun playing the game that I didn't even care um, how it ended up ending. Are you going to tell you that? Oh, I will. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about it. <laughs> Um, For sure. I thought, I mean, like you, Jeff said, I really like worker placement games, especially ones with dice. And I, it was like you, again, like Jeff said, <laughs> it was like really Sorry. cool and different, <laughs> interesting how you had to like, you had to like help others to help yourself, kind of. And like, I don't. And you had to rely on others to help you. Right. Like you kind of had to work together, but even though like. Like, you had to do that to help yourself, but it's also helping them. And so it's, like, this weird fine line you have to, like, walk in. And, like Jeff said, so me and Dave both happened to have the same two color cards that we were working on. And then, um, and then like, Jeff had, like, one of them, and you and Ryan had one of them. And so, like, we were kind of all, like, a little bit working together. And then we kind of took off on the one that Ryan we had in common with Ryan because we were, like, closer to the end of that track. And Jeff's like, what the hell? You know, but then eventually, <laughs> you know, we ended up getting the other one, too, because we need to get all our stars out there. So it was all going to happen. And, and it was just, like, really cool how it all played out. I liked that the, um, the mechanic about displacing workers. I don't... I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember that being like a very common thing in games. Yeah, usually I mean, like you put them out and then you take them all back, you know. And this is like, like there's games where you can displace things. Um, yeah, typically in a worker placement game, you don't have that. Yeah, there. I mean that that is not uh, a, like, like a, a not brand new mechanism or anything. No, yeah. it's not super uncommon. But it was cool. But it was really cool because the, way it worked. the displacement was a benefit to you. Could be, yeah. You know because. It saved you from, from doing potentially taking an from getting your action. dice back. Like, yeah, it helped me one time where like I don't have any dice. My next turn is getting them back. It feels almost like not like a wasted turn, but that's what I got to do the next yeah. turn and not do something productive. And then somebody happens to give me one back, and I'm like, oh, cool. You're right. That feeling. Oh, you know, that was like the coolest part. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, I don't have to waste a turn 
pulling everything back. Right. And then risking know. losing one because, you know, I'm getting too smart on the track. Well, so that was the only thing I could say about, like, if you already have two dice, then someone displaces your third dice that you have yeah. on the board, and then you roll it, and it's too high, and then you have yeah. to give it away. That's the only potential that, I, that you know, yeah. could be a bummer. And, I mean, I agree with you, too. Um, it the, the cards that you start out with, like, the special powers, they weren't, like, super powerful. Like, like one of mine, I kind of had to, like, work to get you know this like upgraded resource to even use mine and and then at that point once i finally got that resource i'm throwing away a chance at a construction to like use my power you know so it wasn't just like a rule like a game breaking power at yeah. all um but it was definitely like a possible benefit that i used a couple times um you know and there's like some luck elements in it too with like what cards come out like Ryan said, there's like this teddy bear that he was going for, but I kind of also wanted to go for it. And he just snatched them all up. And I'm like, where's all the dang teddy bears? And <laughs> The dang you know. <laughs> teddy bears. It just happened to, you know, play perfectly into my Yeah, but I mean, person. I don't know. The overall, the flow of it was awesome. I just felt like it was like, it was really cool and different. The theme, I'm not really one that's like into theme, but it this one I was into, you know, like digging a tunnel. And then once you get here, you can flip your card over and then you, you get the special power, but only if you have this color card. And I was like, oh, everything about it was really fun. And I loved it. Yeah, I thought, the th- wow. I agree with the I theme. I thought the theme came through. Yeah. And, and a lot of times that in, in this is a Euro game In Euro games, you don't see, you don't feel that theme a lot of times. Like yeah. if you're playing mansions of madness or Lord of the Rings, yeah, you can course, feel yeah. that. But in a game that's about placing dice on worker spots, I, I felt like, and again, I think maybe it was the language and, and the fun we were having with mm-hmm. dumb workers and smart workers and this dystopia, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing added to it. But yeah. that was it for me. So, all right. I liked this game. I know. <laughs> it's Ryan no was like jumping secret. out of his seat. I could not sit still for more than two <laughs> seconds. And I will say, now I'm thinking about it when Joe was like, what is wrong with you? When you're not having the most fun time and someone else won't just stop. Yeah, it's probably makes it even a little worse. Like <laughs> so that's annoying. probably what I, I was probably annoying him a little bit about that. And um, I'm sorry about that deep water, but man, I had the time of my life you were in playing this game. <laughs> yeah, I was building a better utopia in my pants because this game was so good. It was so good. I was so shocked because I did not have any interest in this game. You before, didn't? No, before before Jeff got it. Um, I, this was a game I never saw. I, I like I had always researched it, and the same thing had always happened. You know, like it was very mixed review wise uh, from what research I did. A lot of people would be like, "This is the best game ever," but equally amount of people were kind of like, "Nah, this isn't." There's a lot of things about this I don't like, and so I just didn't have any interest. The theme didn't really catch me. I didn't think it was. You know, I didn't know a ton about it, so it didn't. It just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. So I never really sought it out. When Jeff got it, I was just you know I was like, "Cool, that's cool," but I wasn't like, "Oh, I can't wait to play that. I really want to play it." Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it came out yesterday, I kind of had that same feeling. I was like, okay, like I'll, I'll play it, I guess. Let's kind of see what it's all about. And I wasn't really giving it a chance in my head. You know, in my head, I was yeah. kind of like, I know how I'm going to feel about this. And I'm not super pumped about it. And then we started playing. And I don't know, instantly, <laughs> almost on the first turn, something just clicked in my soul (laughs) and i was just like having the time of my life i was it was like we talk about this all the time where there's just some games that you get yeah and i felt like from the very first turn 
I got it. I wasn't like, how do I do? like? So what the heck does this mean? What do I do? And I wasn't even. Su- I was like listening to Jeff's ex- Jeff explaining the rules, and I was like, I don't think I understand this. Yeah, I was kind of like, crap. I don't think I'm. I think I'm going to be that guy who's every turn going. So what does this do? Can I do that? You know, yeah. annoying the group. And I was kind of like panicked a little bit like oh geez but from turn one i was like i'm gonna do this and then that and then this and then i'm gonna get this oh, i'm gonna put my star out first and i got the first star out and I, yeah i put it on my on my oh, card because right, yeah. i got the, the gla- no i had i needed the glasses oh. and i got the glasses and i just used that to put on my card and i was like oh. and it just felt cool <laughs> taking my star and putting it out there like oh, yeah mama i'm, I'm one tenth of the weight of victory <laughs> and then things like that just kept happening and it was just so awesome and then you know the only thing it was it was funny we kept you know, jokingly saying like an hour, like, are you kidding me? It was like an hour and a half and we all still <laughs> had like four even, stars like, up, but it didn't that. feel, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was more, we were just, we were just goofing on the fact the, that the box, the box says, says an hour. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. you know, I'll put a piece of tape over it and just change yeah. it. <laughs> like I think, uh, I think Donkey Kong said it felt long, but I, again, I think he might've been saying that commensurate to what the box said. Like right, he, he was, was expecting, expecting it to be mm-hmm. shorter and it wasn't. And he was just like, oh man, this is longer than I thought. But I had a blast the entire game. Those cards that you get, those two cards, they, like I said earlier, they are not game-breaking in any way. No. You, I didn't even use one of mine. I had two. The teddy bear one I used about four times, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. My other one, I didn't use it once. Yeah. Not even one time. And, I mean, you know, I was still right in the mix there. Yeah. Like, it didn't, it didn't make or break me. But just having those... Was so cool because not not I'm not even talking about the powers they do the color the because co- there's like four different colors uh, on these cards and had just having those colors lets you get benefits on the board from doing certain things and it makes you want to do these certain things over these other certain things which kind of in a way gives you a little path to follow without right. shoving this path in your face mm-hmm. a lot of games that just say like do this to win and so then you're like. Okay, well, you're just telling me what to do. This yeah. game is different. This game gives you a bunch of options, and then, but it's also not like you can do whatever the heck you want. You feel like you have a little direction because, okay, I have this W card and this E card, and that means I I should probably primarily focus on building up the E track and the W track. So once they raise up, I can benefit. I can A, flip my card over, right. but B, I can get those benefits that give me additional resources. All because of these, those two cards do so much for you other than just the a little power, power they have yeah. on them. They're so right. important. And for those things, I loved those things. They, they, they give you opportunities to put stars on the board. They give you a little benefit. They let, they give you, uh, an opportunity to get more resources and gather more resources, and then not to mention the component quality the of the entire game is just you know it's it's Stonemeyer, so it's through the freaking yeah. roof, it's to the nines, and that all works in this cohesive way to make the experience so fun. And if I was fully engaged in sidereal confluence, I was fully engaged on crack and euphoria. <laughs> yeah. Right. This was a game I was like I played my turn and then I would just like shudder and shake because I was like I need my turn back. Oh like, my turn to come. He's not exaggerating. No, I was, he was I was standing, standing up, up walking out. around. At one point I went in the boiler in the the, the, yeah, heat, went by the, the furnace. furnace. <laughs> yeah. I just closed the door. I was like I need to calm down. <laughs> but another awesome thing I like about this game, uh, Jeff mentioned in his explanation, is you can do one thing on your turn. You can play a worker, or you can take workers back. And 
that makes the turns go like yeah. this. There's a little bit of thought process, you know, sometimes in later rounds. And, you know, like, you know, there was there was a couple times I was like, okay, do I want this space or this space? Like, you, you need to kind of figure out the order. Yeah. Because at the end, which I'll explain in a second, timing it really becomes an issue. Because this is a game um, sort of like Istanbul where you're kind of racing. It's a race yeah. to get your stars out before the other players. And you're constantly assessing where are we at. Who's got what? Okay, Natalie's got three left. I have three left. Dave has three left. Jeff has four left. Joe has three, three left. Oh, boy. Okay, this is going to start to come mm-hmm. down to timing. So yeah. it can slow the game down a little bit while you're figuring out, okay, I see Jeff has the resources to get two stars out this turn. So then he's going to have two. Yeah. I still have three. It's going to take me three turns to get two stars out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then you, so you, you, you kind of, that can like slow you down, but it never, in our game anyway, there was never an analysis paralysis player Mm-mm. who was just like, I have no idea what to do. I'm locked up. And I love that about this game. I love that you can you can pretty much figure out what you need to do. And you're not throwing your turn away, but you're also not taking an hour to think about a it. A lot of that goes to Natalie's point of all the spaces are available all the time. Right. Yeah. Where workers never just blocked. get kicked back to you. Where in some games, even when we played Underwater Cities, if you're going last, nine of the twelve spots are taken. Now you have like to go, all right, what are my three here. and try to yeah. figure something you like try to figure out the best plan. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere on the board on your turn. Yeah, anytime you want. It's so cool. And like you said, like the maybe the thing that took me the longest to just make a decision on like what I'm gonna do on my turn is like when it got to the end and I was like slightly ahead of everybody and I was like I was like you guys could catch up to me so quick. I gotta. I'm like trying to figure out like how can I get this last star out in the quickest yeah, way, right. in the quickest amount of turns possible. And that's probably the only time I felt like hung up on like you know taking more time on what to do. Yep. So there was a situation about halfway through the game. Me and Natalie were kind of neck and neck for a while. Like we, you know, she had four stars and then I had four stars and then Dave had five stars and Jeff had six stars and so it was kind of like that. Now, so for a minute of the game, I was kind of like, all right, me and Natalie are kind of, it's maybe between the two of us to vie for victory. And then all of a sudden, Jeff gets a couple more stars out, and all of a sudden, he's caught up with all of us. And then yeah, Dave gets Dave his star out, and he's caught up. And then Joe gets his stars out, and now we're, now we're all in like the two to three yeah. area. Mm-hmm. And that, I loved that, because it was, you had no yeah. idea. And there's so much going on. It's not overcomplicated, okay? No. But there's so much going on that it's not super simple at a glance to tell what Jeff is what he can do and how he can do it and when he can do it. So you can kind of look and go, okay, he's got some resources over there. He might be able to do this. I don't know what cards he has, but so he can maybe get the star out there. You don't know. And so that keeps you stressed. And it's the kind of stress I like because you're because you have in your head like I could do this. Maybe, maybe, probably not. No, probably not. It's probably gonna be one of them, but maybe. And so we were all kind of talking about it. And so the, so here's how the end. Here's how the game ended. Our, our play, which was <laughs> maybe a little controversial. So you're doing things throughout the game, okay? And you don't always see how these things you do help other players, okay? So for instance, these tracks we've talked about—they all benefit everybody that has these cards, okay? And so um, if I take an action that bumps up this blue track. That helps every in, in this play. That would help everybody else except me. But I still might need the track. resources that I get to do that, so it was worth it for me, right? But so you don't see how it's affecting people until the end of the game. So the end of the game comes. Natalie's in this position where we all know she's going to end the game and on her turn. And ending the game is is tantamount to to winning the game because there's no you don't finish the round. So once Natalie ends the game, it's over. She wins. 
Okay, because that means she has gotten out her 10th star. Jeff and I had two. Actually, Jeff, me, and Dave yeah. all had two left, and Joe had three. Me and Jeff both needed one turn more to get all our stars out, more than Natalie. I think Dave, too. I think all three of us needed just one more turn. Right. We would have all done so it on I'm our next there, turn. Like, I got so Natalie's this. like, I got it. I'm about to Joe, end it. Joe's Everyone like, well, I, it's over. Yeah. I don't think I can win. I'd take an additional turn for me to win. So he just makes a move he thinks is benign. When he makes that move, he advances his this track up. And I see that after he goes, and I'm like, oh, man, I would need to advance that track one additional time, and then I could get my stars out. But what Jeff noticed, he goes after me, is that that track also helps him. So unbeknownst to Joe, he moved up on this track that helped me and Jeff both get two stars out in one turn right ahead of Natalie. And I was right after Jeff. Yeah. So I <laughs> I put a star. So I needed two turns to put two stars out. J- Joe goes up on this track. Now I go up on that track and put a star out, and I have one left. Now that track needs one more bump up for me and Jeff to both put a star out, and he Jeff does was it. was already planning on putting a star yep. before this track. So Jeff gets it. He takes that, bumps that track up, which now lets both me and him put our star down. And he puts his other star down. So now me and Jeff both finish at ten stars gone at the same time, and I just happen to get have the tiebreaker. The turn yeah. before Natalie would have done it. Win the dang game. Yeah. Th- that we all had conceded essentially. We all had conceded that. Like, okay. Natalie's win. Let's this was awesome. Out. Natalie's gonna yeah. win. Let's Natalie's go gonna win. And then yeah, Joe went to a spot that he kind of thought was just like benign. Yeah, benign. he's just like yeah, this is just a nothing little neutral yeah, move. This. But yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. That move he made happened the entire game. You just didn't know about it. Didn't matter as much yep. until then. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And all game, you're taking moves that you think right. are benign, but are really helping someone else right. get closer to victory. Right. That's what you I was know? like saying yeah. before about how this cool. It's so cool about this game that everything you're doing is helping yourself and helping others. And so it's just you don't see really it really yeah. until that. Moment. And I, I, yeah. I didn't have a dice on before my turn. Someone before me kicked off my dice back oh, to me right. so if you i like if I no one kicked my dice right. off my turn would have just been you know taking what? it back and yeah, natalie, natalie wins, wins. You know so what? someone natalie kicked wins the again. dice back to me joe. and joe went there and then ryan moved it up and then yeah. it all fell into place where i you know i was able to get my 10th one out ryan we were it was just yep. it happened it ryan happened ryan was perfectly. i went pumped. bananas <laughs> i went banana i was like well because i was already on a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that just, that happened and it just like an explosion released from, you know, me <laughs> and it was, yeah, I, I could not contain the, it was, it was, it was such a cool, the whole experience of that play yeah. was pretty much right. unlike I'm anything. like standing there with like my hands on my hips, like hurry up guys. I'm yeah. about to just win gonna this win. Bitch, just move it along know? boys. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then that all played out and like, it's like my smile well, slowly shit. turned yeah. to a frown. Like what is Natalie happening? Natalie was sitting there like, I'm going to beat you all in underwater cities and euphoria. <laughs> oh, and you, you guys call yourself gamers. Good job, yeah. boys. How long have you been playing games? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, just, I mean, yeah, it, was, it sucked because I thought I was going to win and I was and then I just didn't at the last second. But despite that, it was so fun. The entire game was so fun. You know, I told Ryan, I was like, in my heart, I know I really won this game. But <laughs> even though I didn't me. technically win. But it was just, I mean, who cares? It was a great time. And, love it. Yeah. I love the game. Um, I don't know. It's got to make you feel good. That's. I mean, yeah, I, I was, love I was when happy people, that when was, people yeah. love games that I research yeah. and buy. And, and, and there's like, that's the best kind of thing. Like, that's what I was hoping was going to happen to Sidereal Confluence. I know. You know, I was like, I want, I desperately wanted that 
for, for the group. To be like, whoa, this came like, out of wow, nowhere. Wow, yeah, yeah. And that's how Euphoria was for me. Yeah. So I thought it was amazing. Well, I have a, I have a, I'm curious about something because. <laughs> By curious. We played with five people and part of the fun of it was the whole, you know, what I'm doing is benefiting more than just me kind of thing. What if we, what if you only play with two people and you're not really like getting, helping each other that much and you're kind of playing separate games? I wonder if it's that as fun. I have waited to play this with not two because yeah. of the things I've kind of researched have been like, well, it's, it's fine. Fun. Yeah, because it's be fine a good with game, two, but not. But I've, I've this held level. off. I've held yeah. off for that because of the things I've read. I might, because of how much I liked it, have Devin try it with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so I do need to say I we need to talk about. So I, we played with the expansion. It was our first play, and we played with the expansion. There is no reason to not play with the expansion. I could not so even if you're, tell you what the expansion yeah, was. If you're getting Euphoria, track, right? yeah. If you're getting Euphoria, you need to just get. The Ignorance is Bliss expansion, which is funny. Also a funny <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, because I... Well, and it's um, basically the theme. Ignorance well, yeah. But it's also true for me. I was completely ignorant yeah. <laughs> to the fact that we were playing with expansions. And, and it was bliss. It added just enough, again, to just make the game better. So, you know, it, it, it just increased little things here and there. I'm not going to get into exactly what it did. But trust me, just if you're going to buy this, buy the expansion, play them at the same time. You don't have to play the original game and then go, let's add this. It doesn't add this huge layer of complexity. Yeah. We played it. There's no, it didn't add time to teaching it. It didn't add any time to the game. Just get that, get Ignorance is Bliss, smush them into one box and play it together. <laughs> There's no reason to, to to just have the base or to play without the expansion. Yeah. So get that for sure. So that's Euphoria. Euphoria. Build a better dystopia by Stonemeyer. Should I continue games. just with a quick yeah. Stonemeyer corner again? Sure. Okay. <laughs> we, Devin and I played Viticulture again. You guys remember Viticulture? I remember. And Viticulture, I was able to get the expansion for that. So we played just the the regular Viticulture Essential Edition, which has a small amount of the original Tuscany expansion. So now they have an expansion called Tuscany Essential Edition. So is that just the rest of the stuff that's not in it's, the Essential it's Edition? It's the more of? essential version of, I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I, so, that's so confusing. <laughs> it is confusing. I know that regular Tuscany Expansion is not in print anymore. There's no reason to even think about getting just that. Yeah. So the Essential Edition just adds into Viticulture Essential Edition. So the Viticulture Essential Edition is played with the Tuscany Essential Edition. Oh. Weird. What? But yeah. <laughs> it's... This is how Viticulture needs to be played. We played Viticulture once, and I was like, fine. Good. Yeah. Good game. Yeah, me too. Good game. Worker was good. Add in Tuscany. The game is like, okay, this is how Viticulture needs to be Should played. Be played yeah. And Devin didn't love Viticulture when we played it. She said, if she never played it again, she would have been fine. Mm. We played it with the Tuscany expansion, and she said, I didn't love it, but that was a much better game. Okay. So she knew that adding this stuff would just made it a better game, even though sure. she didn't like it. I went from going, this is a good game, to this is a much better game with the Tuscany expansion. So the Tuscany expansion adds three things. One is a new board. So you oh. can just get rid of the old board. I have them both in the oh, box so right now. So you will only play with this board I'll only forward. play with the board moving forward. Really? Make, I could honestly literally throw the other board away. I kept in the box because oh. I just... Yeah, you can't throw it away. It, it bothers no me to throw that away. Yeah, you can't throw it away. I will never play with the regular... The regular Viticulture board. Ever. Wow. How come? So the new board adds, if you remember the original Viticulture, you were placing workers in two seasons, and yeah. then there was kind of like an off period in the other two. You yeah. got like a card. Now you are placing workers in every single season. So each each season is now So I mean the game longer? No. 
because you have the same amount of workers. Uh, so even though I have okay. four workers, I spread them over two seasons in the original. Now I'm spreading them over four seasons. Gotcha. I like that a lot more. It really and it changes how important the first player track was because now the first the first player on the track will go first in all four seasons. Oh, so that's really important. Wow. Um, the the first player also if you pass when you pass into the next season because you don't have to place a worker in a season you can just pass and move on and you wait for everybody else when you pass you get a little bonus so that's how you collect cards and you can collect more money and and stuff like that so there's also in the in the board a tiny little area control map that a, one of the new actions on the board is you place this little star you yeah, place yeah. this star is it really yeah. a star they use those stars so all the time you place this star on the map and the map it'll you get there's resources. So you get another card, you'll get to upgrade your grapes or you get to do something on that little map. And then at the end of the game, whoever has the most stars in the different regions get, get points. So okay, another little cool. way to score points, not overcomplicated at all. The other thing it adds. So the first thing is the bigger board and the, the newer action spaces and the seasons. The next thing it adds is just these special workers. So it costs one more to hire a special worker, but the special worker gives you a bonus whenever you play it. So you might hire the farmer and every time the farmer harvests, you get an extra grape or something. Sweet. So that's kind of like Love superpower yep. for that. And the last one is these structure cards, which is a new deck of cards. And if you remember the original, there are different structures that you build to like increase your wine cellar. Um, you can increase your vineyards in different places to do things. So there's structures. Now everybody had the same. Now you get these cars that you are building your own structures that have your special action space on it that you, only you can take. Oh. So I can now take an action that harvests. Because all the actions based on the board are now harvest. I can take this one. I can now harvest and get $2. Oh. So you have your own special um, abilities. That's cool. So I you not that. only have special workers, you also have your own buildings that you're playing with. There's there's no reason. And I, I, I'm behind because everybody I've talked to about Viticulture, whenever I post it on Instagram or I've talked to people or post questions, everybody's like, dude, what were you doing playing without the Tuscany expansion? <laughs> and I get it. So if you are playing Viticulture without the Tuscany expansion... I, I was in the same boat. You're doing it wrong. So it sounds like just like Euphoria, you want to get yeah. You want to get it all. I think you just you just get it. You get Viticulture. You get the Tusky Essential Edition. You get Euphoria. You get so just go to Stonemaier and just buy it. <laughs> yeah, just buy all. Because seriously, stuff. man. And now Pendulum's coming out. I'm just like forking over money to Stonemaier. Like it's nobody's <laughs> business. Um, so yeah, those that's like Stonemaier Corner, kind of and sweet. Yeah, sweet, sweet. Stonemaier Corner over. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for a long time now, we've seen our good friends over at the Date Night Dice Crew playing this trick-taking game. They play it. They've been playing it a lot. I've seen them play this thing over and over and over. I'd never even heard of it, and I was kind of like, well, this game can't be any good because I don't know what it is. Oh <laughs> I would know about it if it was that good, but they seem to love it. And it's this trick-taking game called Skull King. They seem to play it all the time, and just and like I said, they just they love this game. Uh, I knew nothing about it other than they this score pad that they always post, yeah. and it had like score like extreme swings of points from like positive two hundred to like negative one fifty, and and you know in the same exact game, someone gets negative one fifty, someone gets two hundred. So I'm like, what the heck is this? And me and Jeff have kind of talked about it, you know, uh, in the past, kind of like, what do we should we should one of us just like see what this is about? So Jeff got intrigued and went and bought the damn thing. Well, we played it, and I I don't think I can ever play this ever <laughs> ever again. I think that I was more stressed out playing this 
than when my kids were being born. <laughs> You're playing this game again. Don't, I, don't, I was shaking more than Michael J. Fox with he ten cups of coffee. Oh, next before he, no, I was. <laughs> man, Spin City was good. I was sweating was back to the future. more on, than man. myself eating chili cheese fries outside in a hot summer day. I was more nervous than a mosquito in an AIDS clinic. <laughs> It was the most stressful time of my life. We were trying life. to get the dice tower. I don't know how <laughs> these people play this game for fun. I couldn't do it. I would shout a number out and then instantly regret my entire life choices as I knew I was stupid yeah. and I was going to get lose gobs and gobs of points. But then I would be right. And then it happened again. Yeah, and again killed it and then everyone started telling me how good i was and that became a thing and then that just made it so much worse because now i'm in the spotlight sure. <laughs> i wanted to just kind of like sleek away in like third or fourth place under the radar you know like minding my own business with like a quiet comfortable 30 points but nope i hit 200 and then 250 and then 300 and then 330 and now everyone says i'm a savant and they want to see me play it again and i just want to kill myself <laughs> he was I a was, savant. Wow, it was like was so i was so nervous playing this game he was like ryan was like rain man because <laughs> because we played yeah. and obviously you, you look at your cards very quickly yeah we and no no we had like 1.5 seconds yeah, it was before like, joe's wait. like yo i'm like what yeah the hell so we, we just did it like that and man i felt like i could just see like ryan like picked his cards up <laughs> and all of a sudden he was like skulking <laughs> boom two boom two, and then he gets two it was just like he knew it's like this algorithm went through his brain yeah. <laughs> The matrix. He saw the matrix when he picked his cards up and knew. Bam! No. I'm gonna win four. I was so <laughs> afraid. Literally every single time I would say a number. That's. I would almost. It would be like one word. I'd be like two. Why did I just say two? Yep. Why did I say two? What <laughs> am I doing? And then it just. Basically, what happened? I got so lucky so many times. It just happened to work out where I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna win the next three hands, and I can't win any of them. And then somehow Jeff would play a red card. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, I, I just lost. Yes, and then he'd lead, and then play another red card. I'm like, oh, I have a red card, but now I can follow his red card, and it's not as good as his red card. Yes, <laughs> you know, like that. It just worked out and happened to me. Yeah. So we played, uh, Jeff. I think you played it twice so far yeah. this weekend. Yep. And it was a ton of excitement that I did not expect. Yeah. I mean, I should have, because you know Ben and M and and Ken play this all the time, and they wouldn't play it all the time if it wasn't super super fun. Yes. But I was just panicked about, I don't want to go negative. I don't want to be the one that gets negative yeah. points. I don't want to be the idiot who How gets negative points. I want, I gotta, if I don't get 330 points, I'm going to, you know. And so the, it was just really, really engaging. You were like on the edge of your seat. I don't know if you guys were like this, but I was on the edge of my seat yeah. every time. Like, okay, I have one second to make a decision. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I can barely see my cards. I see a red one and two black ones. I was like, two. You know, and then I'm like, why did I say two? Yeah. But really, it's like, okay, you could probably figure yeah. out. And even if you don't, like, if you say two and you only win one, you're only losing 10 points. Yeah. yeah. I also like that, that you just, you just say a number and then it's the challenge of, okay, well now, how can I now I figure this out? Yeah. Yeah. I can make, I can make this work. Yeah. Because well, one time I, in our last round, Ryan was winning. I needed some points. I was yeah, in Jeff second was behind me. to come back and you get 10 cards in the last round and. We were talking just before that, like, no one said any more than three or four. Yeah, yet. I had four. Had and four. I looked at my hand, and it was good. And I was like, yo, ho, ho, seven. Yep. And I was like, I'm taking <laughs> like, seven tricks. Yeah, we were like, like, oh, my God. God. And other people said, you know, two, three. So the number of bids was like 15. But the so funny no thing way. is, the first card he plays is a three. Yeah, so then I throw yeah. a three out. And like, I gotta like, lose. I gotta lose three like, of I gotta them. Lose three. Because I, 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 had, I had a great hand. I'm like, I gotta do this. I'm gonna get 140 points. I'm gonna win. And I got six. 
I was like, so oh. Cool. So if he would have said six, he would have won. And if he would have got one more, he would have won. Yeah, so it's like this. All right, now now I just blurted out seven. Yeah. How can yep, I do this? I, I thought that was, that was kind of... That was You're fun. right. That was probably the most fun of the game. After you say your number and you go through the seven stages of grief or whatever there is <laughs> from yeah. picking that number, and now you you get to the last one, which is acceptance, and you're like, okay, now, just like you said, now I got to make it work. How do I make it work? And that's some of the fun stuff because a yeah. lot of times it doesn't... You don't win or lose your bid until like the last hand or two. Yeah. You know, it's not like... Jeff picks 10, loses the first one, and then he's like, well, now I'm screwed. And now right. that doesn't really happen yeah. mm-hmm. very often, it seems. It seems like everyone is like, okay, this could work. And then something comes out and it's like, no! Yeah. Right, and then it can't work that. out for everybody. And, yeah. yeah. And you might play something and everybody else might want to lose the hand too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're four or five of a color might win, win because everybody's like, throw off, throw. I can't off. win yeah. that I one. I can't win yeah. that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I agree. It was very, very stressful. But. Like, I love trick-taking games, and especially trick-taking games where you're, like, manipulating how many tricks you want to win or lose, like the crew or Fox in the Forest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, that stuff's just so fun to me. But you're right. This was extra, extra stressful, (laughs) and especially because you had, like, no time. I mean, this isn't, like, part. I mean, we just did this. You know, the fact that you had no time to, like, guess. And I felt (laughs) the exact same way. Every time, I'd, like, literally, like, look at my cards and then have to say a number. And I'm, like, I didn't even have one second to even think about what I just said. It just came out of my mouth. And I'm, like, guess I got to go with that. You know? And especially the last round, I should have said zero. And I could have got a bunch of points. I could have, like, 100 points in one round. And I said one. and But for me... It, I don't know. It's interesting because for me, I kind of there was no big swings. I kind of like stayed in like a, yeah. a thirty point range. You have to I risk go, it for the big. Yeah, maybe you like just gotta you, do it. Because like I was always close to my number, but I never would get my number. And even if I got my number, I'd only get twenty points. Yep. And then if I was missed it, I'd only lose ten points. You know. And so the zero thing is the real big. Well, that swing. last round like we're talking about, Jeff bids seven. Is you got ten cards? Yeah. And I, I bid, never got. I think any I bid three. Points. That was another thing. Or I bid two. And Dave bid zero and got it. Yeah, so he so got Dave 100 got 100 points. points in the last one. I yeah. hit my two, and I ended up getting a couple extra ones. So I got like yeah. 50 or 60. Jeff was one away from yeah. getting oh. 140. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a... The, the last round of the game can just v- drastically yeah, swing. Nuts. You know, it's you don't fun. feel... That was it one is. of the things that, that was most stressful to me is, is I didn't feel safe. It was round seven of the game. I was up by a bunch of points, and I was like, I could still lose... I can still come in last place somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I play this wrong right. or if other people like Jeff make this crazy swing and then just go up a hundred, you know, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know Ben and M game. play it. It, it. This is a good, like they have their cat, they have their cabin game category. I know yeah. Ben and I'm always talk about that. It's a good game for people who don't play games. It's a good game for, you know, your parents, yeah. you're sitting around. They like, euchre or clubs right, or most people you know, understand at spades, least the basics clubs, of a hearts, trick taking you got it all the suits diamonds there's a diamond yeah, one there's too. a diamonds one yeah they like taking these trick taking cards game this this is obviously a little more but it's also goofy yeah you're trying to be you're yelling yo ho ho like yeah. just kind of fun stuff so that yeah that, and we've appropriated yo ho ho into like every other game yeah. we're doing sidereal confluence and there's a there's a bidding phase where you have to like one two three everybody flips their hand that we would just go yo ho ho yeah. we yeah. didn't we even did it for lunch yo ho ho pizza yeah. oh no one wanted you yeah. guys wanted to eat pizza yeah all right taco bell um <laughs> so yeah that's skull king that's a very very cool stressful trick-taking game. <laughs> Thank you, Ben and M, for, for bringing that one to our attention. So I'd like to take just a quick second um, to say to you guys, if you enjoy the show, if you like the show, please consider uh, subscribing to us wherever you can do that and giving us uh, a rating 
on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. Um, that would really help us out. We're trying to, you know, grow the show and tell other people to like us. <laughs> and it helps us if we can say, hey, go check out our reviews on Apple Podcasts. We have, you know, so in this many five-star reviews. If you like what we do, only if you like what we do, uh, please, integrity, uber, Alice, of course. But if you like us, we would love it if you would show that somehow. Uber, Alice? Yeah, overall. It's German for overall. Integrity overall. 5,555. That's 5,555. Does like the company Uber mean over? Uber? You said Uber Alice. I was yeah, Uber, Uber was does, always like over the top, big, large, extravagant. Yeah, Uber means over. I think Uber directly translates into over. Yeah, so I, I guess Uber would mean over. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our mad board gamer to regale us with all the goings on in today's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the mad board gamer. Well, I'm the mad board gamer, and this is the Instagram inbox. You guys ready for the question I posed yes, on Instagram? Yes, yes, yes. So we were playing Underwater Cities. If you remember playing Underwater Cities. Oh, I, Man, oh, we, we, I do. I loved it. So we played Underwater Cities. Good game. Took a video. <laughs> I posed a question that says, is Ryan having fun? 59% of people think Ryan's having fun. And that is your Instagram inbox. <laughs> that is it. So for Main, this episode. Yeah, mainly, I didn't have anything to do. Or po- we were playing games all weekend. I didn't have anything to post and talk to people. Hey. The Instagram inbox will be back normal next time with a possibly slightly better question. Maybe a little so, longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Oopsies. <laughs> I think the song is louder than longer than. We've the, been uh, playing games for three days straight. We're a little give us a break. Yeah. Down. Yeah. We're just talking Whoops, about games. So let's move on. However, for the this episode's game. We're going to take it back to a game we all love so much that we want to marry it. Or is it that we all hate it so much that we want to kill it? Oh, boy. Or is it that we all love how much it looks in them boy mm-hmm. shorts that we just want to bleep it? So we're playing this one again. One of those. <laughs> we're playing this one again. One of those will happen, yes, in today's game, the Association Station. Oh, my God. So just kidding. Oh. Wait, so what is it for real? <laughs> just kidding. We are going to play Miss French Toast's Mary Fuck Kill. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, boy. I have five more stupefyingly redonk MFKs for you guys to noodle out. To Rob Grokkowski, to Grok Paper Scissors, to Grokkum Sockum Robots, to Grok and Roll, and other such words that rhyme with rock. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh-huh. This okay. is gonna get this, weird. This is oh boy. it's all it got weird last time. It's gonna get weirder. Oh no! <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! I just right. had a oh no something yep. that happened oh, heck. last night. Oh no! Natalie said, "Oh, you guys want to go to I Arby's?" Asked her a question. <laughs> Yeah, last night he was like, nobody from work listens to the podcast, right? Now I know why he asked that. He asked that yesterday? Like, well, he was making the game. But she didn't uh, know you're in game trouble. Was yeah, she's in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. I don't want to pick work people. Well, oh, heck. Oh, heck. <laughs> oh, there, don't you know? Well, got to do them there. Yep. Got to kill one gotta of them. Got to pick them. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, you going to marry oh, that one? No. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> so, Jeff, let's kick it off with you, man. Okay. F. Mary Kill. Okay. And I need I need the Y's here. You got to try to come yeah, up with yeah, a quick yeah. Y on the spot. All right, here we go, Jeff. Are we saying the F word? Are we okay doing that? Or sure. Say All right. If it, it, if it as long as it services the humor. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm sure, cool sure, with sure. that. Cuz when you hit Humor's a really good one. hard kill, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it feels great. All right, Jeff, here we go. 
fuck, Mary, kill. Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, Rosie. Easy. Bigfoot. Oh Bigfoot. God. A dumpster full of raccoons. What? Dumpster <laughs> of raccoons. Wow. Okay, the easy one, I'm... Yeah. Rosie's got to go. <laughs> I know, I was like, so, she's, she's a racist and doesn't belong anywhere. Sorry, Rosie. Over. Bye. You're but kidding. not really that sorry. So you have to either marry or fuck a dumpster full of raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> or Bigfoot. Yeah. I think... I think I know what he's going to do here. I got to marry Bigfoot. Yeah. I got to marry Bigfoot. I can teach Bigfoot a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know, like, we can just hang out. Bigfoot has opposable thumbs. Maybe I can teach him or her a board game. Plus, he probably has a gigantic Bigfoot dong. Yeah. You don't want to. And then I can, like, I can be like, Bigfoot exists. Yeah. I'm married to it. How much money? You make so much money. That's true. Yeah, and then I guess I got to fuck some raccoons. Because that's really just, that's a temporary thing. A whole dumpster. You just do it once. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I have to do, like, all of them, or is it just, like, essentially the dumpster of raccoons? Yeah, I think you're just having like, sex I just have with the dumpster. Insert oh. into you know the you dumpster open that of raccoons. Slot where you can throw garbage in. I think you yeah, that's not too yeah, bad. That's jump a, temp- up that's there a temporary thing. That <laughs> yeah, that's a temporary thing. I'll live with Bigfoot for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's cool. Be a lot of hair in your house. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, you're I'm. A, I got hairy that. dude, so we're like, <laughs> if we have kids, they're gonna be hairy. Oh, you're gonna be cousin its. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Rosie. Sorry, you gotta go. So funny. A dumpster of raccoons lived in Rosie O'Donnell. Here's how bad Rosie O'Donnell is. Rosie O'Donnell got kicked off of her own show. Yeah. She's the worst. Yeah. She is pretty much the worst. So. Yeah, she's one of those people that everybody hates. Like, it's cool to hate her. Natalie, here we go. You ready? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, no. There's five of these each. Okay. Oh, my God. Here we go, Natalie. Number one, Donald Trump, our president. Number two, the parking garage troll at our work. We'll explain oh what that God. means in a second. And number three, a tub of Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> a tub of it. Oh, my God. I don't know on a podcast you can say you can kill the president or not. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, you just said the FCC is already, the government's already listening to us, yeah, so. Do you hate mayonnaise? I hate mayonnaise. She hates but mayonnaise. But I hate with eating mayonnaise. What about Miracle Whip? You hate all, like, you like, like the tangy zip. Of Miracle Whip. But the troll. What about some people do mayonnaise? All right, so, and, like, this ketchup. parking garage troll, there's this guy at our company. We're very who, mean. It's very mean that we call him the troll, but. He's just this guy who's probably not super attractive to Natalie. That was the reason I picked him. Okay. And he's he's very weird. So, what are you going to do? Donald Trump, oh, parking God. garage troll, and a tub of Hellman's mayonnaise. Hmm. <laughs> You put me in a very uncomfortable <laughs> position. Are, are you thinking you might marry the mayonnaise? <laughs> bum, bum, ba, ba. Yes. I can marry you. I really am. I can marry you. I'm an ordained minister. I'll just gag every day of my life, but it's better than... <laughs> well, you don't have to eat it. You just have to, just have well, to engage is, it. Well, the thing is, now she married the mayonnaise, she's got to fuck Trump or a troll. I know. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> Trump or troll, pick one. This game's called Trump or troll. Okay, well... I know, the I troll's got moot. You got to fuck Trump. Because then you could extort his ass for tons of money. No, so many women have already gone out saying they're being sexually abused by him, and no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. She would not be able to extort him. Yeah. Well, then you're gonna have but. to have sex with the parking garage troll, <laughs> and and there's no way you're getting anything out of that deal. I feel like I have no other choice but <laughs> to kill. Whoa. Right. I don't know. I mean, he's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live with that man. That man. 
Well, you could just fuck them once. Yeah, you could just have sex with them one time and say you had sex with the, with could, the most powerful man yeah. on the planet. I guess I could fuck him and then like maybe somehow like bribe him into giving me like millions of dollars. I, like I just said that. Like, this is what we just yeah. said and Jeff said that's not going to work. Well, you could. You could try. No, you might get paid on the side for it. Yeah, but to, like keep gonna, my mouth shut or something. Try. He wants you to keep your mouth open. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to bop it. <laughs> Suck it. Fuck it. Lick it. Stick. I like how we've already you've just determined that you're going to marry mayonnaise. Yeah, you're marrying yep. a tub okay. of mayonnaise. Hello, mayonnaise. Like, well, you're that's married. a given. Your lid is staying on always, but we could be married. <laughs> so you're killing the you parking garage troll. Let the mayonnaise troll? be comfrable and take its yeah. lid off. I know. What about this poor mayonnaise? Don't you want it to have the anyway? What was your final answer? Marry the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gumbo fuck Trump. You gross. I don't. Sorry, want parking to. troll. You die. Yep, you, you killed did. the parking troll. You killed troll. the parking garage okay. troll. I guess. I mean, I feel bad. He's just like, he doesn't mean any harm, but you. But a, you'd oh, rather boy. kill a human being in cold blood than a tub of Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what she said. Yeah, All right. Well, that's how Next. All right, guys Jeff, are, here we go. So. Number two, Jeff, number two. Okay. Ariel Winter. Ooh. Acting legend Dave Coulier. <laughs> What? <laughs> Joey Gladstone from Full House. I know who he is. Or <laughs> Dwight Schrute. Ooh. Well, we know what he's doing to Ariel Winter. <laughs> <laughs> Was he going to kill her? Definitely not. Um, <laughs> okay, here's... I'm, I think I got one. All right. I think I'm going to fuck Dave Coulier. Okay, I like that. Just because once it's happening, he's going to go, cut it out. <laughs> for that. I think that's... I got to go with he's going to be like, hey, Jeff, do you got any... Wood. Wood. Did someone say wood? And he's bringing that puppet around. Yep. So that could be an entertaining. Like, uh. That could be an entertaining evening. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna. F um, Ariel Winter. I thought he was gonna marry her. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll marry her. Yeah. Because then he can F her all. Yeah. He can F her whenever he wants to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, consent's real. So as long as that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He can F her whenever they want to. Yeah. yeah. And then sorry, Dwight. <laughs> he's gotta kill Dwight. Yeah. Okay. But. Well, I mean. Hey, Dwight, you could, if you, Dwight's a funny no, character. I thought about marrying. Yeah, would you want life. to? Would you want to actually do him for a night? He's got, he's got that animalistic sex appeal. First of all, he's got a, he owns his own beet farm. He's got a lot of property. So if you value in property and you want to, to continue the beet shroot farm legacy, yeah. But you have to get married standing in the grave. That's how they get married. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yay! All right, so you're going to. Yep. I'm marrying Ariel Winter. Fucking Dave Coulier, and I'm killing <laughs> Dwight K. Schrute. In that order. Natalie, you ready for number two? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> a nice bowl of hummus with warm bread. Mm. Bread you put in the oven to dip in oil. Mm. Or breadsticks from Papa Romano's. Oh, bread, baby. bread and bread. I love you. Oh, bread. boy. <laughs> hmm. Which bread is the bread for Man. you? I know what you're going to do is here. Is it just the bread, or is it the bread with the dip? I think it's the whole. No, the it's whole the whole thing. experience. The whole yeah, the whole experience of She's dipping totally bread. She's totally gonna the breadsticks from Papa Romano's because they're <laughs> cylindrical. Or the breadsticks going to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Can I eat the bread? <laughs> you can eat whatever you want. Oh my gosh, oh. we're getting into like praying mantis stuff oh, here. Oh boy. Good Norse. Oh my god. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So good, I'm stuck. <laughs> I just want to go eat some bread. Well, hurry up and answer. Yeah, we can what are you gonna lunch do? And go right, we'll some get some lunch. Okay, 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 okay. No, you're good. What are you gonna do? Well. 
That's all fucked up breadsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah breadsticks. you will. Where are they from? Papa Romano's. Papa Romano's. Okay. They got that like in the, the, in the shape. Do they have like that, that cheese dip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of like. The appropriate they shape. look like yeah. um, they could be inserted yep. in somewhere. They're, yeah. Does oh, it have that man. cheese, like cheese, like yeah, whipped, dude. whipped buttery kind no, of No, they got the. That's Dolly's. Oh, Dolly, that's good. They're just like always like soft and they got like the cheese and they're. Is that going to work for you if they're soft? <laughs> yeah, I'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, All right, okay. <laughs> so what do you... Yeah, I'll make it work. I'll leave them out, okay. I'll, I'll leave them out of the fridge for a night, and they'll be fine. Yeah. Oh All, right, All right, so now you got the bread you put in the oven to dip in oil. Well, okay. Or hummus and warm bread. Guess, man, good hummus is so freaking good. But good so hummus. is the oil. <laughs> oh, I thought you, you could put the oil. Put the oil over yourself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll marry the oil. Because <laughs> marry the oil? The hummus? No, I'll marry like the bread, the bread with the oil, oil because yeah. okay, like, right. that's just like always awesome. Always good and it's just classic and it's like. It's classic. I don't know. I'm Italian. It's like kind of an Italian thing. Yeah, your parents would be proud of this. Okay. And then. Yeah. This choice. Yeah. <laughs> they listen. I will kill I'm the hummus and then I want to, maybe this is cheating, but I'm going to do the same thing I did with the wine where I like, I'll just kill that hummus like. Oh, you're gonna eat it all and kill yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say how it, right. how it how it had to die. You're just gonna poop yeah, it out. Yeah, my stomach acid. Will <laughs> all right, do Jeff. It, I guess. <laughs> all right, Jeff. I'm excited for this one. Okay. Here we go. Miss Swan <laughs> from Mad TV. Okay. Stewart's mom. Oh yeah. From Mad TV. Stuart. Stuart. Or Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> oh my god. Stuart. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. All these, you can hear him say all that these bad TV things. Yeah, they're all three from Mad TV. Man, yeah. so funny. I Man. love Stuart. Stuart was like, he was like, was kicking me like, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah. right. Let me I'm do like, it. Stuart, yeah. get over here. Let me do it. I would always do that. My mom no. thought it was so funny. Oh my I'd like God. kick my yeah, leg, like, leg. Let me do it. And the Miss Mom always wearing them short hello. shorts too. Yeah. You can Miss Swan here. <laughs> Jeff does the best. All right, I put oh, this in here hello. because yeah, Jeff Swan does the best Miss awesome. Swan. Oh, my God. Other than the person who does Miss Swan. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, Alex Borstein. Oh, okay, he look like a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm marrying Miss Swan. That's, like, yeah. that's the lady from... Um, He's marrying Miss Swan. From Miss Maisel. It's Alex Borstein. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's also Lois from Family Guy. Yeah, and she's, like, talented. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's talented. Good. Yeah. This, like very stereotypical kind of racist Asian accent of hers is not indication of how talented she is as an actress. Yeah, She's very good. Like um, in, this was a long time ago. This was a long... Did yeah. you watch Mrs. Maisel? Yes. Awesome, right? So awesome. Good. good show. So, yeah, I'm All marrying right, so Miss Swan. I drew a little one. heart next to her. <laughs> because, I, you know... There's a special, special place for her in your heart because yeah. you have... You have just Miss Swan. Yeah, she's Miss Swan. She's, she's lovable. She's pretty adorable. She's got, like, that Kind little, of mean in a little way. Like, she can keep you on your toes. Very bad, like... It's not even a bob haircut. It's like a half bowl, half bob. She's like yeah. a little bit bossy. Yeah. Yeah, she keep you on your toes. I'm going with that. All right. So then Stuart and Stuart's mom. See, Stuart's got them short shorts, man. Yeah, he's got short shorts. <laughs> but I don't know if if I can get as close to Stuart to fuck him because he's always trying to like push people away. Yeah. He doesn't want yeah. touching him. Yeah. Yeah, but then you got to kill him and oh. Yeah, it's I guess I got to kill... Like I gotta mom. kill. <laughs> I gotta kill Stuart, and I'm gonna have to fuck Stuart's mom. You could make another Stuart. Because Stuart's, yeah, Stuart's mom. She, got, I would get to like slowly take off those mom jeans she wears. Oh my god! Like those mom jeans are like up to her, like, like above torso, like almost under the like under boob mm-hmm. pants. They're all the way up mom. there. Yeah, they're mom jeans. So man, that could that could take a while. It's you know, that's a little frisky in the bedroom. Would, to, like, well, Stuart would probably be like an annoying. Child to live with, so you just yeah, so I guess he's got to go. His mom's fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm going with. All right, I love it. 
Uh, Ryan from the future here. Uh, just wanted to let you know that I am removing Natalie's next FMK. It's a little bit too risque. So if you want to know exactly what it was, feel free to DM me at uh, Gamecasters, and I will let you know. Thanks. On to Jeff. Jeff, are you ready for number four? Okay. So two episodes ago, we had Date Night Dice on the show, and we did a top five that were top five games to play on a first date. Mm -hmm. Jeff took it in a direction where... A different one. (laughs) It was a little different direction. So, Jeff, here we go, Jeff. Crokinole. Crokinole. Bananagrams. (laughs) And Animal Upon Animal. Ooh. These were three games from Jeff's list. Hmm. I hate you so much. The best part... Sorry, real quick. The best part was the realization when you were like... (gasps) Oh, no. Like that question he asked me last night. We're playing fucking yeah. Oh, God. What's he gonna say? I think all the pieces came together. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Crokinole, Bananagrams, Animal upon Animal. I think I got to marry Crokinole. Really? Okay. Well, he loves Crokinole. He does he love Crokinole. I love Crokinole, the game, and then you also, uh, you get, you know, like we said on the, the episode a few episodes ago, you always just try and put something nice into a hole. hole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, if I marry it, it you know, it, I can just hang it on the wall. It doesn't take much room up in my house. Not, it, it doesn't talk back. It's not messy. It yeah. doesn't like talk back to me. <laughs> Whereas I'll fuck bananagrams because it's a banana. Because it's a banana. <laughs> and yeah. bananagrams, if you like marry bananagrams, it's got to be around the house. You might lose a piece. You know, it could spill out, and then I got to clean it up. <laughs> and then I guess I'm killing animal upon animal. <laughs> okay. Which kind of sounds sad. I'm killing it all these does. animals. Poor animals. But they're just they're animal. They're wooden. But don't worry, they're a convicted animal. They're convicted animal. <laughs> they're all terrible animals. Okay, they're just bad animals. So you're marrying crokinole, marrying crokinole, bananagrams, bananagrams, and killing poor yeah. animal upon animal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty like abomination to make animals stack on top of each other. So you're just putting them out of yeah. their misery. Is yeah, really this, what yeah. You're doing. this is abuse. This is animal they don't want abuse. that we were, anyway. Like, playing a clip last night of the top five from the date night dice episode because he was trying to remember what games you picked. Oh yeah. And there was like a really funny moment where you both just busted out laughing because you were like. You were talking about, like, I picked Animal on Animal, oh, yeah. animal because in blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it went silent. Ben's like, Ben's just that's goes, actually a really that's good, good game. Pick. Yeah. That's actually a really he's like, good that's choice. A good and we were just like, ha, yeah. ha. It was so funny. Because you were, like, trying to make it all, like, yeah. kind of, like, sexual. And he's just like, that's actually he's a like, really yeah, good Yeah, man, I kind of wish I would have <laughs> picked that one. for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. All right, Natalie. Number four. You ready for number four? Oh, I hate this. Ronald Weasley. Okay. Ronald McDonald. Ronald Swanson. Ooh. Oh. Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. Yep. Ron McDonald Ron from McDonald McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Okay. I know my answers. Yeah, I want to hear yours, too. <laughs> you know your answers? Yeah. <laughs> and Rupert Grint's dumb yeah. face. <laughs> well, I'm going to marry Ron Swanson. I thought so. Because... Although... What? It might be a good lay. Well, I would lay him while I married him. Also, he's very handy. Good at wood. Yeah, that, yep. that's my. Your furniture yep. would be impeccable yep. in your house. And your seems, house would be perfectly according to done. According ex-wives, he seems like a very adequate lover. <laughs> <laughs> adequate lover. Tammy one and Tammy two. Yep, Tammy one and Tammy two. <laughs> um, let's see, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Man, they're both pretty ugly. Ron Weasley and Ronald McDonald. Have you ever seen Ronald McDonald without his makeup on? I wonder what that yeah. would look like. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to kill Ronald McDonald. Good idea. Ron Weasley knows magic. Because you know he's a clown and clowns are just creepy and weird. I mean, I could get some free McDonald's, but maybe not worth it. And then Ronald Weasley, I'd just probably make his day. Because he's like a weird looking little teenager. Oh. <laughs> he's not a teenager. 
Oh, you're thinking of him as a teenager now. <laughs> yeah. In this scenario. Oh. So we got the FCC. Are you talking about adult Ronald Beasley? I don't know. I guess I. I was know. fucking Ronald McDonald for some McDonald's. Yeah. Like you're getting free McDonald's with that. Yeah. And then I no, I I, I'm that, killing Rupert Grin's then stupid I face. About the clown part. Yeah, his, he's not a very attractive. But I guess guy, Ronald but. Weasley could cast some engorgement spell on himself, and that could yeah. make that I mean, night I will pleasurable say, for you. If Hermione is yeah. into him, there's got to be something special. Yeah, there. he's got to have a <laughs> yeah. gigantic Below gorilla dome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's great. So you are marrying Ron Swanson, you are killing Ronald McDonald, and you are banging the f. You're banging the soul into the red-haired Ronald Weasley. (laughs) All right, Jeff, here we go. Last one. Number five. Howie Mandel. Ooh. Gonzo from the Muppets. Oh. And a giraffe. Gonzo and a giraffe. That's very random. Okay. Well, here's some some things I don't think you knew. I watch watch Muppet Babies a lot with Jack. It's one of his favorite shows, Muppet Babies, so I see a lot of Gonzo. Yeah, he's got the... Uh, But I have to now, as I'm thinking about this i can't okay. picture him as muppet babies because that, that would just be yeah. that's yeah, weird that's, so i have to, have to picture bit, adult gonzo yeah okay <laughs> slightly less um, weird howie mandel <laughs> howie mandel was the voice of one of my favorite shows growing up um bobby's world bobby's world oh, yeah bobby's yep. world. so that's cool because i always wanted a tricycle like he did like he's also in that, that then, game show yeah dealer no dealer deal. no deal. dealer no deal he's on america's got talent america's got talent america's got talent he's a germaphobe and he doesn't shake hands yeah so I think I'm gonna fuck Howie. <laughs> the reason I'm Will gonna fuck Howie you? is be- just to see. Okay. So I think I'm gonna have to bang Howie Mandel just to, just see, to see his level of germophobia. <laughs> because he <laughs> doesn't. He like he like fist bump people, but will he like touch me? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or will yeah. he let me touch him? Touch him. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I do want to know. So I've had to have a lot back. of sex with men and like animals. Yeah. It's so, throughout these things. What did you say you're doing to Gonzo? Give me a lot. I haven't, I haven't done Gonzo. I haven't done Gonzo yet. Okay. Howie. Oh, you're just banging Howie. Just, I'm just, just gonna. See. Yeah, I'm just gonna bang Howie. <laughs> see how that goes. And then, back. then he's gone. <laughs> um, exactly. I would like to know about this. And I have to kill Gonzo because he is my. He's my least favorite of the Muppets. Muppet babies. He's kind of annoying. He's kind of annoying. He's got that. His that voice. Oh, but there, right. there is some jokes in there with his nose. Well, that's what things. I was like. Yeah. You could bang that nose. You could bang, but I, I gotta, you gotta go. He's Gonzo. He's, okay. Yeah, he's gotta go. If you just like, said Fozzie Bear, I would have married Fozzie Bear. <laughs> and then I guess I'm gonna marry a giraffe. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool to have a giraffe. Yeah, the giraffes are adorable. Everyone loves giraffes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. Eat, you could just ride on him everywhere yeah. you need to go. Yeah. It'd be cool. I don't know if I have the adequate space or or like food for You'll a giraffe, but I'll, I think we could figure it out. All new couples have challenges. Yeah. You'll figure it out. You'll get there. Yeah. Takes a village. Yeah, I've had to do some weird things to some people. All right, Natalie, here's your last one. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Alexander Hamilton, Alexander. George Washington, <laughs> or Aaron Burr? Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Hey, what does that oh, mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Let's see. How are you going to interpret this question? The oh. actual historical figures, or are you going from the play, Hamilton? It's up to you. Oh, like the actors in the play? <laughs> Jeff wants it to be historical figures. I think historical I'm going to go historical figures. figures. <laughs> yeah, good. All right. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna kill Aaron Burr because you kind of just—he deserves it. Like a dick. We well, killed Alexander Hamilton. Killed Alexander Hamilton. Spoilers. He's kind of like stuck up. He's like a trust fund baby. You know, he's like kind of cocky. Trust him. That means he got money though. I know. The other two do too. But I think that so we're I'm killing Aaron Burr. Mary. Right, hold on. Are you gonna kill Aaron Burr in a duel? Possibly. You know you're gonna like, win. Yeah. You know you're gonna win. He's dead. No, I think you should cut his throat with a ten dollar bill. 
<laughs> and be like, ha! Because that's Alexander Hamilton's. Yeah, because Hamilton's on the $10 bill. Um, that's great. Well, here's like a fun fact I learned. Fun Just fact. Just a side note. Uh-huh. So, um, Ale- or Aaron Burr, he got remarried. Like, he got divorced, and then he got remarried to another woman, like, late in life. And then he wasn't married to her very Yeah, long. and late in life is, like, 50. No, he lived to be <laughs> late. He lived in his 80s. Yeah. yeah. So he, like, got married to her. Hamilton, then they, they were getting divorced. So she wanted to divorce him. She hired Alexander Hamilton's son to be her divorce attorney. Oh. And the day the divorce was final was the day he died. Whoa. Isn't that interesting? The day Burr died? Yeah. Wow. That's the, weird. He died the day his divorce was final from this woman who hired Alexander Hamilton Jr. as her divorce. That is the attorney. ultimate. How weird. That is the ultimate, like, cue. Yeah. yeah, isn't that nuts? Anyways. Wow. All right, okay. so who you have Anyways, okay. Yeah, so you're killing so you're killer. Killer. You got some work to do here, girl. If it was doing, if it was the actors, it would be a totally different story. Nope. Because <laughs> that though. man is talented and has an amazing voice. But good. <laughs> we're talking about the historical figures. Yeah, historical um, figures. I think I'm going to marry George Washington because, I mean, he's the first president of the United States. Yeah, he was. He was a good man. <laughs> he, like, he seems like a stand-up guy. And <laughs> seems like it. He seems yeah. like a, he Maybe. was a racist and owned slaves. But yeah. we'll just be... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. And then anyway. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton, I'm going to fuck him because he seemed like a ladies' man. You know, he... They like, all were. Yeah. He was, like, kind of like... Angelica, the sister of his wife. Right. He also had the other like Mariah girl on the side, and so I was like, obviously the people are like throwing themselves at him. Maybe I should see what that. Yeah, see what it's all about, about. man. Yeah. Would you think you have to fight? Is Martha his wife's name? Martha Washington. Martha, yeah. yeah. You have no, to like fight be her. No you Martha. think it'd be like I'm Martha. Oh, you are the Martha. Yeah, I am the first first Washington's lady gonna cross of the United States of America. The first first lady. Like, that was a history joke. <laughs> and then. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I don't think she heard you. I said Washington's gonna cross your Delaware. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like, I mean, I don't know how accurate the play is. That's where most of my information is coming from. But like, the fact that like Washington like stepped down as president, you know, it just seems like he's just like one of those men that are just like. And he did free all his slaves before. Yeah, he like he seems like a good guy. So I want to marry him. <laughs> the end. Okay, that's nice. So Cute. that was fuck, marry, kill. Episode two of that. <laughs> Thanks Episode again, Miss French Toast, for uh, putting that idea into my brain a long time ago. We're not short so, on time at all. Uh, we are over. I know. <laughs> oh, boy. So here we go. We're going to end the show off with our top five things to do during a gameplay. Oh, okay. Natalie wrote down the wrong. What did top you think? Five? I said five things I do while playing games. Isn't that yeah, what I just said? That's fine. You said to do. Sure. These aren't things that's the same to thing. do. These are just things that I personally. You'll see. Okay, okay, because I'm okay. I'm not understanding the difference. We'll here. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it what like it's a thing. You made I, it sound like oh crap! I did. No, it like it's not like like what do you do <coughs> while you're playing games like to entertain yourself kind of thing. It's more like these are like quirky weird things that I do. What's the difference, Natalie? Okay, I'm glad there's no difference in your head. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go me, Natalie, Jeff, this time. Um, so. Here is the number five thing that I do while a game is being played. Okay. Number five, panic about what the hell I'm going to do. And oh my God, is Natalie going to take my stuff? Oh my God, please no. <laughs> That's my number five. You worry. Yeah. yeah. I freak out. Yeah, I worry. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys have played enough games with me that you know yeah. that I, I, there's a lot of times where my hands are just like, uh-oh. 
you know, yeah. or that's that was part of the reason, like euphoria. Like I had to, I was like, I took my turn. I was like, I have my next three turns, yeah. but, but if someone does this, like I get up and go do this, like oh my god, you know what I mean? It was like that kind of stuff. I have a, I have a example. There's a lot of times where like I don't notice that you're like in your head. I think you're just like, please don't go there, please don't go there, please don't go there, and I don't know you're thinking that, and so I go somewhere, and then all of a sudden there's yeah, a loud there's a giant outburst. outburst. I'm like, no! and that scares the crap out of me. I'm like, oh god. What? Yeah, I try to act cool sometimes in those moments where I'm like, oh, I'll just sit and and like, yep. just, but don't. And then go. it happens. Don't Gavin, do don't, it. Don't, <laughs> don't put that thing in your ear. Yeah. So that's probably another my number five. Natalie, what about you? What's your number five? My number five is 100% of the time without fail, I will yawn during the rules explanation. explanation. Yeah, that's I can't everybody. help it. And then it's not Ryan because I'm a, tired. It's not because I'm bored. It's just like a thing that you, just happens. Well, yeah, yeah, it happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be like, am I boring you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You saying yawn, make, I need. I feel like I, know, I need yeah. to yawn now. It's like I have right that. here. It's like right there, like right under your neck. Yeah. yeah. I'd always like cover my mouth for a while because I'd feel bad. There yeah. it is. There's mine. So this list always makes me think of everybody has weird like quirks. <sighs> so I yeah. do challenge you if you're listening, if you're still listening, think about the weird stuff that you do during game night or what you do yeah. at your game night. Um, I yeah. I eat. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And Devin and I, and this is specific to Devin and I, we Every we snack. We snack a lot and we eat like candy. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's like a little bowl, and we'll like have Mike and Ike's or like milk duds, but we'll just for some reason we have this little bowl that we just keep refilling over. Well, you and know over what? And you know what it's like? Um, it's like you're it's like you're sitting down for a couple hours to do something entertaining, right? Like going to the movies. Yeah. What do you do at the movies? Yeah. Eat pop- you eat popcorn, eat. and we'll eat popcorn. So and it's snacks. It's a part of like milk eating, duds. and then that that comes into like, you know, if I do this, you're getting the milk duds. Or you know, it's, yep. it's like it's so we it's just fun. We have a yeah. snack while we're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Love That's that. I do. All right. Um, my number four, uh, is I love to, when, especially when Natalie and I are playing, listen to music. We just put on some music in the background. We do, we typically do like, uh, what have we been doing lately? We do like the Lumineers station a lot, you know, just kind of, <laughs> and we just kind of turn it down a little bit and it's just, it's just cool to have in the background because there's a lot of games we play because Natalie and I are into like heavier Euro games where we're silent. Yeah. You know what I mean? We like, we play games like on a date. So night kind of thing, but we're turn. still just like nice really like turn. silent, you know. So, so we listen to music. So that's number four for me. What about you, Natalie? Well, it's really funny that you say that. My number four says: struggle to decide if and what music to listen to, and always ultimately <laughs> default to the Head in the Heart Station or if Ryan picks classic rock. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, we've been into the Head in the Heart lately. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's right. That's number yep. four. Oh, mm-hmm. both music Aww. things. That's adorable. Cute. Jeff, what about you, man? <laughs> My number four, Devin and I don't usually listen to music. We will watch something on TV. And by watch, it's just in the background. Yeah. Same, it same, is just, same idea. Yes, it's yeah. background noise. And we have like kind of a lit where we're, we either watch like some comedy or rom-com. So we'll put on like Step Brothers or like Night at the Roxberries or so, some just goofy thing that we've seen that just yeah. plays. You don't have and to we'll, pay attention like to we, it. Like when we were going through like Charterstone, we're not through it yet, but Charterstone, we'd always watch a either a part of the Austin Powers movie. So we would watch all the Austin Powers movies and be like, all right, Charterstone and Austin Powers movies. So that's cool. Or we'll put on like a show and watch, you know, six episodes of Parks and Rec or six <laughs> episodes of The Office or Arrested yeah. Development. And that's just on, that's which cool. is kind of cool. So in between turns, you yeah, know, you I'll, I'll get a like, do. come on, Michael, and I'll just laugh or like, so, so that's that's cool. And it just kind of creates a cool, a more fun sort of thing instead of, again, just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, moving things. So that's yeah, awesome. we like to watch some TV. Yeah, for some reason we don't, we don't do that. I don't know if it would be well, a little like here, too distracting for here, us. We don't really. 
definitely have a place where yeah, the TV is mean, convenient to watch. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Like Natalie wouldn't be able to see it. And then upstairs in the kitchen, you know, the TV's in the other room. It's yeah, it doesn't yeah. work out. I wonder, it might be a little too distracting for me personally. Yeah. Because I would I would just be watching it like, oh, this part's going to... Okay, yeah. number three for me is I like to crack wise and say complete and utter nonsense things while I move my pieces <laughs> around the board. Yep. Like, like I'm just going to fling them off angle and things like that. He just does fling his angle. the time. I yeah. dingle my dangle. He dingle his dangle. Yeah. I even jingle my jangle. Yep. yep. All those things. Sometimes he does. I dingle On a daily basis. Yeah. All yep. the time. I'm going to move it right. I'm going to take this move over there. I just do that all the time. I don't even know. It's usually when I'm happy. I don't usually yeah, do it if fun. I'm not having a great time. But, yeah. but when I start to have a good time, that stuff just comes out yeah, of me. I can't I can't not do it. Ball. So that's my number three. Crack wise and say nonsense things while I move my pieces around like a fling of my flangle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalie, what is your number three? My number three is, and I just realized this yesterday, that every single time I play a game at home, because it's my home, <laughs> I wear a blanket in my lap. Oh yeah, not you do. I'm, I'm not. Sometimes I'm not even cold, but I just always have like a blanket in my lap. Yeah, I mean, wonder if people have like gaming outfits right now. You know, in the basement, I a lot of, it is cold, but even upstairs in the kitchen, like I notice, like I always grab a blanket and have yeah. it nearby or in my lap. Yeah, gaming outfit, like just put on the. Yeah, I wonder if people have like definitely yeah, comfy. I, I will. Shirt. I will play. I'll play games with Devin, and we're we're always it's at night, so we're always in just comfy clothes. Yeah, yeah. she's always she's wearing. Uh, who cares, Devin? You're wearing yeah. pajamas. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes I'll be. I'll like uh, do. I'll take some pictures and she's like, I better not be in that picture. You know, just like <laughs> yeah. that. So yeah, there's always this like, you know, we're always kind of wearing the same thing. So that's, yeah. that's a good answer. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Jeff, what is your number three? Oh yeah, my number three. So instead <laughs> of listening to music, my Pre- game group on Mondays, and then it's kind of rolled into some of Devin and I playing, we will just sing. We'll just sing everything. Yeah. <laughs> Someone well, will say and, like one word and, and a song will pop in your head. Yeah, you start sometimes it's not even no, just, actual like, songs. I'm gonna go here and I'm yeah. gonna take this action. And that and that yeah, you, you just like sing that, or then all of a sudden we used to play with someone, this guy's name Eric, and Eric would would sing Aaron I Neville. Much, like, I don't know much, but I know, but I know why. I love and it would just be like in the background, like yeah. you're singing that, or like if you like it, you should have put a meeple on it. So we're singing that. <laughs> yeah. If you like it, then you should have put your meeple on it. So it's this weird dynamic Let of that, but also. Which is really funny. So that I'm having a combo that slash something that we would like if someone starts whispering and be like, oh, let me go here. Everybody else, for some reason, also starts to whisper. And then two minutes later, like, why the hell are we whispering? What are we doing? So it's just this. It's it's uh, that's something fun that we always seem to have happens around games that are like inherently cerebral. I think you have to get that energy out somehow. Right. And so so that's the way those things come out. That's great. My number two is Jeff's number Five is eat and drink. Yeah. I just like to eat and drink things while playing games. It's just because, uh, you know, playing games is inherently social. And I'm a social eater. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm just like mm-hmm. doing nothing, I will rarely just have food. But if I'm doing anything where I'm talking to people or or socializing, you know, if people do that with, with, with drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do it with food. I'll just like, like we'll be talking. When we were playing Paranormal Detectives, I was so amped up. I would just run over to the counter and grab some some yeah. snacks and just yeah, pop you were them pumped. and then come back and then go in and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, eating and drinking is like a yeah. huge deal for me when I'm having a good time. I, I should have added a drink. I always, on Mondays, I have a Slurpee. That's like yeah. Slurpee yeah. night. Yeah. I, I get a Slurpee, go to game night, have some Slurpee. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a yeah. good one. It's just like a thing that happens, right? Yeah. Natalie, what is your number two? My number two is this thing that I do where I... <laughs> yes, it is. Just so you know. It happens a lot. I focus... Okay, I'm it's not surprising I'm I'm very I'm known for like focusing so much on my own game that I don't pay attention to like what anyone else is doing 
in their game. Yes. So there's a lot of times where I'm just sitting there focused, like, what am I going to do next? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden I snap out of it and I'm like, is it my turn? And Ryan's always like, yeah, you always go after me kind of thing, you know? And I'm <laughs> so like, just like zone I, in. Yeah, You're just and then in. I, but I was like, I was zoned out. Just like say yes or no so I can continue, you know, but... I just get like zoned in on something and then I'm like pop out of it and I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. So what did I do? Like, what's going on? What did you that, know? That has happened to me. There's other people here. <laughs> so earlier I yeah. said that Devin and I will watch TV shows. There's this one show on Netflix. I don't know what it's called. It has Zac Efron in it. And it was That's on. Thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It was on our continued. It was on our continued to watch list. And I was like, oh, Devin, did you watch that? Did you like, what did you think of it? And she was like, we watched it playing games the other day. Well, he's like, no, traveling we around didn't. You're like, we did. I'm like, no, we didn't. She's like, yeah, when we played this, I was like, that's weird like, because I, no I was just probably yeah. so, and it could have been like four. I was, I was so yep, invested. So yeah, you didn't totally. even pay attention at all. Yeah. Yep. Jeff, what is your number two? My number two is I take pictures for Instagram. Yep. Yeah. So I just take a lot of, I take a lot of pictures. So yeah, during the point. game, I'm taking pictures and that can be annoying, especially on Mondays. I feel like sometimes I've gotten to a point now where everyone knows I'm going to be doing it, where I'll be like, kind Bill, like, I need you to set the box top yeah. up or like, give me the box top. And sometimes I'll get up and do it and like put it there and be like, yeah. And I'll try to take my turn. <laughs> right, quickly. So yeah, yeah. I, I take pictures or I record something. Again, Devin being like, don't put me in that chat. So I'll record <laughs> something. I'll post on Instagram. Not, I, I've always wanted to be like Date Night Dice and do like an entire thing. But man, they're they're committed. And sometimes Devin and I are just like, let's just play the game. Yeah. But I'll, right. I'll definitely take pictures. I'll record stuff and like then try to post it. To yeah. like, you know, be on. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my number two. I nice. do that a lot. That's a very good one. My number one. <clears throat> number one was jeff's number three Ooh. it is sing goofy songs yeah. all the time to make natalie crazy yeah. usually <laughs> or roll but, her eyes but just or, like yeah. just like I, i'll just say i mean you know i used to be part of that game group and that's all we would do all the time yeah just sing and be goofy and do and that's just i just keep doing that all the time just and it's just songs that don't even they're not even real songs most of the time yep. but invariably they always devolve to sex yeah, and that's yeah, when that always like, I'm yeah, like, always takes God. a turn. Takes yeah. a turn. Yeah, it All starts out innocent every time. Yeah, yeah. mine sometimes. I don't and know. It. But yeah, I cannot stop singing. I can't. I just cannot stop yeah. it or humming or just, just day, being ridiculous. At Dave's, somebody who said like some was somebody just singing that. I'm like, if somebody says was somebody singing, it was always Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my number one. Sing songs, goofy songs, crazy songs, sexual songs. Bop it, fuck it, suck it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Natalie, what is your number one? My number one is like my goofy thing that I do during games. And it's like every time I'm like moving a pawn on a track or moving my pawn at all, I always make a beep boop beep boop bop. Yep. Beep, <laughs> like bop, some bop, noise yep. yeah. of how no, it's not noise. some noise. Oh, it's that, it's that one? Yeah. Okay. Boop. Like I noticed it the other day we were playing Underwater Cities and I was like boop 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 boop. And then someone across the room was like boop beep boop boop. And I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing. Oh God, I don't even know that I do it. It just like comes out again. of my mouth. Oh God, I'm boop bopping. Oh no, the beep bop heaven. I'm just like boop beep boop beep. Steady. You know, like going up the track. <laughs> oh my god uh, that's good that's that funny. is true I'm it's funny you said that because honestly i don't even re- re- like realize that you do that yeah I, I didn't know i did it until somebody like mimicked me and i was like oh my god that's i think that about that you, you just doing back. that makes me think that a lot of people do that where they move on a track and they're like yep yep or is that kind of thing or something yeah that's really funny i'm gonna pay attention to that a little more that's really funny jeff what is your number one thing to do during a game my number one thing to do during a game is think about my fucking turn Think about your turn. Stop sitting around doing fuck all and think about your turn. And then play your turn. (laughs) So many people. We had this on our pet peeves list. So many people 
they wait until it's their turn to start to thinking. Start about thinking. It. Yeah. And especially in games where the board state doesn't change very much. Like you can think about it before it's your right. turn. There just are a little some bit. games where it changes so much you can't decide. Yeah, there are but games there are that. a lot of games where you can decide. Yeah, just yep. that is one. So that is the Gamecasters top five things to do <laughs> during a game. Uh, that's gonna do it for us tonight, everyone. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have the Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters. You will find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. We have a board game geek guild. I don't even know why I mentioned it at this point. Nobody goes to it. Natalie not as one of those people. If you'd like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us no less than five, please. All music for this and every episode was produced by Jeremy Pete. If you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project, please email us to discuss. So, for Natalie, Jeff, the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Hello, this is me talking. 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 Hello, this is me talking.